It was just too fruity. But this one's not. That one's pretty good. This I like the taste of that one. So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Boys in a Barrio. New Year, 2020. It's been a while since we all actually hung out and recorded. Um, we had a lot going on. So, new story is that we actually moved out of our old studio. But uh, to kind of downtown because it's all about location. Ooh. Yes, it is. You're trying to move it closer to you? Just yeah. screw a little bit of that, move it, and th- there you go. Now tighten it. Okay, okay. No, yeah. no, this thing moves. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm gonna get all no, of no, this. No, no, no. The actual, like, the pole moves. moves. Did you yeah, know? yeah, that's what I'm saying. But yeah, if it's too tight, it won't move. Amazing. But you don't want it too loose because it's gonna fall over. Oh, shit, it's right? all, it's all like, one, it's a double, it's like no, a no, clamp. Yeah, no, it's a double joint. <laughs> like the clamp. That, that if you loosen that side one, it's to move that pole. The one you were moving. Oh, and the bottom one no, is yeah, to, oh, exactly. Man. But yeah, anyways, uh, we actually moved out of the studio. Um, we're actually having a lot of just issues there that after a while got kind of irritating to deal with. Yeah. Um, but new year, new year, new us. Um, I got my boy Jamal here. What's up, Jamal? What's good, bro? How you doing? Bro, how you doing? Pretty good. Bro is the new word for you for 2020? Broke. <laughs> <laughs> Broke as hell, bro. Um, I got my boy Thomas here. Hey, what's going on, y'all? Um, how you doing, Thomas? I'm doing good, thank God. How was y'all's new year? <laughs> no, that was short. I think he thought more was coming <laughs> out, so he waited. I, 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 actually, I actually expected that more was coming out oh, of there. Are we going to do a round robin? Like, how are we doing? What are yeah, we that's kind of oh, what okay. I was doing. But oh, okay. No, no, no. Sure, let me rephrase it. I'm doing good, getting settled into my career in life, and I'm starting to, God, man, you have so many recordings of me. I walked in here one day, and I was going to do, uh, what, what did I call it? Jamal was all guessing me up that day. I said, I'm going to work on episodes. I don't know. I wanted to do all this stuff. But fast forward, um, uh, out, of the, out of all of the ideas, I've, I started working on my personal branding one, which is going to be the supply chain. Okay. One. So you saw me post yesterday. And I did that see was, that. That was a challenge for me because it makes me nervous, and I start. It's just challenging, right? But. So to answer your questions, I'm doing good and I'm working towards branding myself as a supply chain guy. Okay. Yeah. Cool. That sounds badass, man. I'm happy for you. Thank you. Thank you. And I did see that post. You did good. So yeah, don't sweat it. Kirby called me. Th- <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? He's like, man, you sound, you sound like a fucking robot. I, was like, <laughs> I said, Kirby, he goes, it sounded like you practiced that shit. I said, nah, I didn't, bro. I just know you practiced it. I know you fucking did. I said, all right. He's like, all right, fine, I did, fine. What about you, Jamal? I'm good, man. You know, uh, I ain't got no lights right now. Bill Collectors <laughs> calling me. <laughs> Bill Collectors keep calling me, bro. I got two cents on my account, which I had to put in because I was actually at negative $7.47. But I've been taking that shout-out survey junkie. I've been taking that shit lately. So I've been doing those. And I moved $7.49 into the bank account. So now your boy's back on the plus side, bro. So that's just how it is sometimes. But other than that, man, I'm getting these random calls now from people. You know what? Though The bill collectors, I think they're just trying to, to screw with people. Because I'll answer and they'll hang up immediately. But what it is is if you don't answer, it's a voicemail of an automated message like, oh, we've been trying to get a hold of, you know, such and such. Please call back, you know. Damn, they got it down that, to that. They shit. got it down to that. So now when I answer, it just hangs up. So mm-hmm. I was ready just to be like answering everybody. They're like, okay, when are you going to pay us? I'm like, well, I can't. I got two cents in my name. So 
My daddy's. You tell me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'll be like, I'll be daring. like, what the fuck are you going to do to me anyways? Yeah, you, know, you want to recommend me somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, actually, one person finally did. They're like, you should call 211. You know what I'm saying? Apparently, you can go, you can call two for everybody out there. You can call 211, and there's certain places to where you can actually get help paying, like, a bill or something like that. No shit. But they're only open uh, during a window of time in the morning from 9 to 12. And it's like on Mondays and Wednesdays and Fridays for a lot of these places. No so it's shit. Like short so they you help gotta, you pay your bill? Yeah, apparently you got to do a whole interview. But I was just like, I don't feel like doing all that. So I'm just going to hang out till Friday, bro. Get paid. And then I'll figure it out from there. You know what I'm saying? I'm good, though. And then how about you? Good. Can't complain. I'm excited uh, about 2020. Um, got to set up a new setup to cut hair. So pretty excited about that. Um, more comfortable taking it up a notch. Um, yeah, man. And excited about 2020, man. Got a lot of ideas I want to put out and I'm actually starting school actually, which is pretty interesting. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. So like online or going, going, I actually, this class, I actually have to go in. Okay. Um, and after that, yes, I do plan on doing online. But, um, yeah, we'll see how it goes, man. I think that this year, man, it's, it's uh, what's called an inflection point or almost a point. I think it's a, a crossroads for a lot of people, right? Because I feel like this year, a, a lot of good things are happening. You know, it starts with me, my job, Bentley with school, and, and this, the, the studio. You know, Jamal with, you know, with your recent news. And then a couple of my friends, the Margellas, J-Will, he hit one of his videos, hit a million views. Kirby just dropped Skinny Gang. Yeah, man. It's a, it's a, it's so a, it's almost as if everybody's, everybody's taking, taking, a up, step, a notch, taking yeah, up a notch. Taking a step forward towards something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Headed in the right direction. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Definitely. True. What was your news, Jamal? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Two cents. <laughs> nah, I just haven't. I guess I just didn't want to share. It. No, you don't, have, you don't have to. That's what I said. Didn't yeah, you, I appreciate it. I, I told him off. I did yeah. have good good news for once outside. I am legitimately broke, as y'all saw my bank account. Yeah, has point yeah. zero two no, cents. No, I just thought it was funny. I was going to, when he said your news, and I was, <laughs> you scared. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that shit's funny. Um, yeah, okay, so Jamal went for the girl, world Guinness record on. Point zero two cents. <laughs> I know, right? Not, I'm not in the negative. I've been in the negative. I've been like negative ninety some bucks one time. I was like, how the fuck am I gonna get out of this hole? You know, but I went right there, bro. Point two cents, bro. I was thinking about that, man. Uh, the other day, I said, man, it's crazy when you like start reflecting back, right? And you go, man, when you were a kid, you lived off of whatever you lived off of working. You went adult, and then you look at some of your past pay stubs, you're like. How the fuck did I make it happen? Word. Right? Like, that's fucking Bro, crazy. Bro, Chuck E. Cheese. Word. Yeah, no, when you think about it, I, I, Chuck E. Cheese, dude, I, every two weeks, I was getting paid $305 or something like that. Yeah. On a good one, and I'm talking about worked, I would get $400. And that's a, that's a, like, that's a fucked up. Chuck E. Cheese is like the biggest uh, child labor exploiter. In the <laughs> <laughs> All those pieces. We're talking really about Foxconn and shit. Look at those fucking assholes. Yeah. He had to fucking dance with a suit on. It doesn't even. <laughs> in today's it. generation, it doesn't even have an AC in there. And he had to dance with the AC with the suit on. Yeah, they got like the good stuff now. Back then, you were just sweating, bro. Just getting all your paycheck in. Just ah, shit. Dealing with badass kids, dude. Sometimes, oh, 
Yeah, some of the kids are the worst, you know, at Chuck E. Cheese. They probably want to punch you and stuff. But I'll say, well, I'll say this. Nah, man, not even. We used to have to clean the, the kitchen to an extreme, bro. They used to walk around, like, with a light to make sure that there was no, like, marks or... Like, you have to shine that. I mean, sanitize. It was That's sanitized. Good. I, I mean, that. I guess on that part, But, like, this was... They were, ex- like... Exploiting <laughs> Exploiting the shit <laughs> out of fucking 16-year-olds, dog. Yeah, man. Word. crazy. Hey, but at top get in our, get a, get in top at 2 did. in the morning and shit. Um... It, I mean, I'm talking shit, but at the time, I mean, shit, I had money in my pocket, rocking yeah. clean shoes. Remember that one time, Thomas, we went shopping for with our first paycheck uh, uh, no, okay, at Foot Ross. Action, no, and no, I got no. rejected because my, my shit, there was some problem with my direct Oh, deposit. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got like three pairs of shoes, all types uh, of shit, boy. and then my car got rejected. Ah, uh, stunting gun wrong, bro. You all hyped up and everything. You're like, oh, sir, your car is declined. Like, what? That was our first paycheck, man. He had Luby's and I was at a Chuck E. Cheese. Look that boy, Thomas, setting up badass opportunities. That boy could have gotten hired. He got hired at both. Chuck E. Cheese and Luby's. Oh, you just have to true. pick that is which true. one. That is shit. I don't know yeah, why he went with Luby's. I don't know why I went with Luby's either. For, I think they paid him a little more, I think it was. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that probably because you, you were there with your homeboys, too. No, I was I was the first one there. I don't understand why people say that. I was the first you one there. You were, you were, and then everybody. And else came everybody. Out. Then Adrian came on board. Then after that, everybody else came on board. But I was the first. Everybody says that I went in with my homeboys. No, I'm the one that. So I started what were you? What'd you do at Luby's? I was a dishwasher. Oh, okay. Actually, actually, man, just goes to show. You know, now I'm on this side. I love to talk about this, but now I'm on this side. <clears throat> when I first got hired, I I was hired to be on the line actually, right? Because I was. But as I started working more, like, I had an ugly attitude. I can admit that. Yeah. And then because of that, it's just like, dude, we got to, you know, like, we got a nasty <laughs> attitude, bro. And I didn't realize that then. I just, I was too hard for, I was too hard for myself. It's right. Like, dude, there's a game to this. Belly's, Belly has, I learned it off from Belly. Belly has been able to manage that, right? But for me, I was just always hard. And it's just, there's a pleasantry with customer service that you have to learn now. And humble, you gotta like, you gotta get some humility to do with exactly. Some of that stuff like that. And, and and I didn't realize the value in that. Yeah. Right. And so because of that, I mean, I also was gonna be a dishwasher. I mean, regardless of the matter, but it, it almost expedited the, that I was gonna be a, a dishwasher. They gave me a, a shot at the line, and they're like, nah. And they're like, nah, dude, you, you have a strong attitude, and it's just, and I've been told that my whole life. I have a strong attitude, strong attitude, which I've been, I've worked on down toning and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. So that's what I got hired on to do. Yeah, I think restaurants is usually a lot of people's first jo- gigs. I mean, my first job was a uh, breakfast place. It was called Village Inn. It was pretty much like Denny's and and uh, IHOP. And I was a busser. And I got on because a couple of my homeboys were working there already. And so they just brought me in. And so I was the bus boy. So, uh, but I only worked weekends, you know, at the time. Yeah. You know, obviously school. So, yeah, Friday Saturday, or Saturday, Sunday. And Sundays would be crazy busy. Like after church, everybody would come out on their mama, man. And then you just out there. And I'm like having to get behind clean tables and all that crap too. And I, Oh, funny story, uh, which started a weird streak, but my boss, this manager, I forgot his name. Start started with an E. He, um, I, I was one day I went to like, there's like a, you go outside and there's like a shed, but it was like a cold shed and they keep a lot of their frozen stuff and just things that have to keep cold, like lettuce, whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. So I went back there to grab a couple things. Cause someone asked me to do it. I went back there and this dude, um, and he was back there with my assistant manager, who was this really good looking woman. So she was leaned up 
against the wall. You know what I'm saying? And then he had his hand on the wall, like over her, right? Mm-hmm. And he was like talking and stuff right there and everything. So I walked in. I was like, oh, I just looked up. I was like, oh, snap. It's like, uh, my bad. Like, I was like, I just need to get this real quick. And he's like, oh, okay, you're good. Right? So as I was walking out, I kind of looked like she turned back around and started talking to him. And then I was kind of looking at him and I was just like, I throw him a little okay sound in my hand, like, all right, and give him a little head nod. And he winks at me and stuff. So I was like, I bet. So come to find out, um, this happened afterwards. So I eventually I quit the job and I tried to get my job back. And then he's like, nah, it's too late. I already hired someone. So I was like, oh, fuck you. Right. And then I come to find out later on that he was actually married and that he cheated on his wife with the assistant manager and got yeah. fired for it. You don't realize how, dude. I've worked at different places, but the most drama was at restaurants. Restaurants yeah. had the most drama. I wouldn't be able to manage one of them places. This this person with this person, this person said that about me. He, he, he said I don't cook. Section. I don't cook the beans right. He said talking man, spitting in your food, all types of stuff, bro. It yeah, was that's fair. Did y'all ever see There's that? A lot of People adultery. There's a lot of. Uh, Nepotism, yeah, I think that's the right word. Right when you smash somebody, no, quit. no, no, quit. nepotism is like when you Family. bring your son in yeah. and you pump him up because no, there's a lot of quid quid pro, <laughs> quid pro, wait, quid pro pro, quid quid. There's a lot of that going on. <laughs> so now that we're talking about that. Actually, one of my goals this year is that hey, segue. <laughs> actually, no, 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 one of my goals this year is to try. Cause you were trying a word right oh, I see there with your hair too. So bro. I'm trying He's to, like, yeah, yeah, you saw, you see that? I'm trying to start uh, using. Words, um, <laughs> not on a TI level, right. but <laughs> In- so- interceptional. Yeah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> it makes words sound fake. I'm like, what? No, nah, but I want to start trying like new words. You know what I mean? Just Shout adding more to the vocabulary. Bro, I bet you it's frustrating talking to the TI. <laughs> right? I bet you it's like, hey, dog. Hey, you want to have a burger? <laughs> Exponentially, yeah, right? really, really. Comicosically speaking, I think this burger is perplexed to my fortification of mind. Like what? I think he's one of those dudes that he, instead of asking you to grab him something, he'll say that long ass thing. And like, so is that bro, a what yes? the fuck? <laughs> kind of right? like that. Uh, that uh, that thing. Like, who was it that you said he inter- that interviewed him? Uh, Neil Neil uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah. Uh, who was it that interviewed? Oh, him? Larry King interviewed uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Mm-hmm. And I have this thing. There's this thing going on that people think that we live in a simulation, right? And I've gone, I've broken my head trying to like watch videos about this and read up on it. And Larry King interviewed Neil deGrasse Tyson. And they were going into it. And then ultimately, uh, Larry King asked him, Neil deGrasse Tyson goes, uh, Larry King asked Neil deGrasse Tyson, okay, so let's suppose that we are in a simulation. What does that mean to me, the person? Like, what does that mean? And then Neil deGrasse Tyson goes, nothing. Dude, and there's like fucking seminars on this, and there's like books, and there's stuff, and then the but end it means nothing. I know, yeah. put your hands up. Yes, nothing. Hey, what that you can't it. control that shit. I it's mean, a rap, B. That's it. I guess we're in a simulation. I know, exactly. What you try to like unplug and see, yeah, you know dude. what I mean? I remember when Thomas told me, I thought that shit was funny, man. Like, it was, it funny. was funny to me, too, because it's kind of like that humbling. Boy, he it's, just kept it a buck. Like, yeah, it's just, dude, like, dude, I go crazy on the universe, and sometimes, what the fuck? I have a supply chain degree. I don't have a physics degree. I don't understand how this shit works. Yeah. So see, I'm like that. Just because I, I watch 30 minutes of YouTube videos, you know, that like I'm not a professional. Yeah, yeah. See, I'm like that with uh, just thinking about how just this planet itself is just floating out in space, and how we're always so close for a rock just to come by and just be like, 
bam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody did. You know, it's like everybody's always talking about like, oh, we got to, you know, do this and this. And then sometimes I just think about it. I'm like, man, like I freak out about it. Like I start really thinking about how small this planet is and how large the universe is and how much we don't know. And I'm just like, yo, we are so insignificant, man. Like it, yeah. it kind of boggles my mind, but also it's kind of amazing. Cause I'm like, I can't believe we're alive. Like, I mean, literally I'm just like, yo, I can't believe like a rock just hasn't come in and just been like, and that's the boom, irony and it has earth God. You know what I'm saying? It's a wrap dinosaurs, all of this over. And then imagine starting history again. Maybe yeah. if human life does come back again, they're not even going to remember us at all we didn't even exist like how do we you know what i'm saying like i just oh, think of like it's like a reset will. button or something man it, the silicon asses will survive <laughs> <laughs> and roach is telling us stories that's it bro it's crazy all and that, twinkies all of that talk shit about the- <laughs> it, it was just uh how i used to remember dude that i remember i used to i was breaking my head for a while like i was really trying to save worth from climate change dude i was really like obsessed yeah. with that shit into one time I just asked this guy man like what do we do man he's like look man just earth resets itself man just <laughs> it, it does that there's nothing you could and he, it was that simple and, and that's when I realized dude some shit is just I mean you can't just just do what you can yeah but, bro and but see just, that's kind of too what I always go back to the media and stuff like that because the media, all these TV, all climate change. Climate change might be real. I do think it's real. I'm not saying it's not. I'm saying it's what I'm saying is I don't fucking know because I don't read enough to know about any of this shit. So therefore, like the media makes you fuck. It just it tells you what's important. Just a couple months ago, it was important to impeach Trump. Then a couple months ago, it was a couple days ago, it was important about the war. Now today, it's important again on. The articles of impeachment, and then certainly all of us are export experts on impeachment because CNN is talking about it. You get what I'm saying? So yeah. It's just that 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 way. So, but I wanted to tie it back to what you were saying with Ti. What was it about Ti? How he uses big ass words to tell you to get him something to eat. Oh, oh yes, yeah. but no, 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 no. That, yeah, this year I just want to challenge myself to try, try like a new word or something like that. So if y'all hear me, and I'm gonna. I'm going to do what Thomas said. Is that the correct word? I even saw Will Smith do it uh, in an interview. He was like, am I using that word correctly? And then um, Martin Lawrence was like, or somebody else was like, I don't know, dude. (laughs) (laughs) But um, yeah, like just, and I think sometimes we get afraid of trying a new word or actually admit like, hey, is that the right way to use that word? Yeah. And feeling like you're, you're going to get it or you're in trouble or you're like ashamed of being like, that's not the way you use that word. But. That's the only way you're gonna learn is by practicing it. Right. So yeah, self correction. Yeah. It so up. I yeah, I just want to challenge myself in that sense. But yeah, that'd be good. I don't know, like hearing him, uh, is that the correct word? Which I don't know if he was bullshitting or not. But um, yeah, it's actually something I want to try this year. Man, that's interesting. What are your New Year's, New Year's resolutions? So uh, I'm one. I didn't really think of believing that stuff, right? I was like, oh, okay, well, I was one of these people, right? If you if you uh if you have to wait till the new year's to make a resolution then you're not doing it right you need to just start doing it right now right i've been like that pretty much my whole life but i actually decided this year i was like you know what why the hell not yeah i'll make one why not right um so my new year's resolution is just to think and be more positive okay Period. nice just more positivity man just to uh Put out that positive energy. Yeah, exactly, man. Because that's 
for my sake, for, you know, my kids' sake, even around them, you know, if you speak negatively around people, eventually people are just going to look at you as a negative person. If you're always speaking down about a lot of things, and don't get me wrong, you can vent and things happen and we have a range of emotions and you can't always be happy 24-7, but at the same time, it's just really a mindset. You just try to establish for yourself so that way, whenever you are going through any hard times, you can kind of look at it a certain way and you can... And it can kind of help you cope with it and ultimately overcome it. And then you can look back and go, damn, I do remember when I was only making this much money. Or, hey, I do remember when I only had two cents in my bank account. You know what I'm saying? Or, you know, you can take those bad and negative things that may have happened to you and flip it and turn it into something to learn from and keep it going. And especially as around my kids, I I just realize I should always be a a lot more positive outwardly. So that way they're not just going to cop a negative attitude towards because the kids are influenced by you. Very yeah, they're easily. just sponges. Yeah. yeah, they are. So if they see you, you're acting negative about a lot of stuff that reflects on them. Mm-hmm. It's just like if you hang out with people that always just are miserable, you feel that misery. You know what I mean? Like there's a saying they say hurt people hurt people. Mm-hmm. Right. So essentially, like people want to bring you down with them, whether they think they're they want to or not. A lot of times if you speak negatively you just don't want to be around that person after a while. They're always negative, right? Like you just got to look at them and go like, yo bro, like be happy or yeah, yo yeah. sis, like chill. So that's where my mindset was in. And I just realized, yeah, positivity, man. I can relate to that. But before I start getting into that with me, I think that you've unintentionally said that you've probably been in dark, in a dark mode, I guess you haven't been as positive. Is that I, I mean, overall, I yeah, that's what I pick up by that. I've by had, that, I've had better. It will, it's not like super <clears throat> crazy, but yeah, I think I, I think I could do better in mm-hmm. that, just in general. You know what I mean? So I'm not, I'm not a, a lashing out person when I'm around the crib, but I just noticed things started getting to me a little easier than they used to. I, I get aggravated more. Okay. I just realized I have to. It's okay to to get pissed off, but I have to learn how to deal with it. And then in a way, I'm teaching the people around me, my kids in this instance, how to overcome that adversity. So that way they don't. You know what's crazy, man? See, this is what I like listening to people all the time, right? Whether I just like listening to stuff. Bentley told me about his father-in-law one time twisting a screw. It just, but he couldn't reach it with no tools. He had to screw on that screw with yeah. his hands. It was, he was fixing a car and he had to put his hand in there and screw that screw slowly with his hand. And I said, man, I thought about that. And I always think about that because I, I get frustrated easily. And on situations like that, I just throw stuff because that's how I know how to express my anger. Just just throw something. It's almost like exerting your, your anger through whatever object I grab and throw. Well, I used to at least. Mm-hmm. And, and that taught me to be patient. And then that's something that, I don't know, I just relate to that somehow. Yeah. I, just, I wanted to share that because I've learned to be patient like the fucking screw. Or like jet. See, it's like it, it's all about who matters to you. Bruce Lee says, "Let the water f- be like water flow." Right. Right. Or be like Bentley's father-in-law and be patient with the screw. Just screw that in, boy. It's gonna get in. Yeah, I admire that man's it's patience. That in, they do it. You get it. You get it. Yeah, yeah, I do. It taught me a lot. Like I said too, because it was literally a part, man. We we're fixing a car, and and literally like only your hand fit in there. And it was like, dude, I'm talking about, dude, you were only moving like barely. Yeah. And I remember I was like, dude, I would already. (laughs) And then he would just come out, smoke a cigarette and then go back at it. (laughs) I bet. 
but when he took it off, he was like, got it. Let's move on. Yeah. But it was like, dude, like, I want to take that shit off now. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I would probably broke it. He knew the end game, though. Yeah, I would have done. I would probably just, like, made a fucking. I would have done something to get it out of there and really caused myself more harm yeah. by doing that than just being patient. Yeah. And, I, and, I, and that right there taught me how to be take more risk in trying to do things, actually, like around the house or fixing a car. Um, because to be honest, me and Tommy, I, we don't we didn't have anybody that knew how to fix a car yeah. or tried to fix things around the house. Man, that's, the a, prop, skill, that's the, a skill I would the die proper to way. Because we know Shortcuts. what yes yeah we know how to jerry rig everything yeah but. but not the proper way right. So I was able to you know take more risk and learn that a lot of it dude just has to do with patience. To be honest. A lot of it. Yeah. If you don't know how to do it, it's going to take you longer to change some brake pads. But you have to be patient. But you'll be able to get through it. You know what I mean? So, uh, back to what Thomas was saying. I learned a lot too, through that whole Bet. screw. The screw. The screw. Um, as for New Year's resolutions, so you said that. What about uh, you, Thomas? Did you say yours? No, no. I just wanted to relate that story to uh, I wanted to relate my experience with Jamal's. My New Year's resolution is to work on my personal brand, the supply chain brand that I brought up earlier. Okay, which nice. Which me just get enrolled in that. And, you know, I actually, I want to congratulate myself on this past year. Like, you know how Snoop Dogg said, I want to thank me. I do want to thank myself on reaching some goals. I think that if we go back and with, with this podcast, you can kind of see a progression of Thomas too. The way I speak, uh, my conversations. <clears throat> well, I've always been smart. I wasn't always able to communicate stuff. So my communication got better. My alcoholism got better. I was able to let that go. Not that I was an alcoholic, but I would drink a lot. So I got I was able to let go of that. Right. So now this year, man, uh, the personal brand, that's that's important to me. I want to work on becoming uh, speaking better, man. It's one of those things that in a comfortable group, I'm able to speak slow. But when I get excited, I start uh, blurting out stuff. And that's an issue for me. I also want to work on my car business, right? Fuentes Auto Sales. And those those are... Oh, and then just continue my relationship with Stephanie, of course. And that's pretty... That's it for now. Shout yeah, out, Stephanie. Yeah. Do you ever think the... Because the, I... I just want to veer off a little bit. Talking about what you were saying. Um, I don't know. Like you said, talk better. Mm-hmm. Do you ever think that that has to do a lot with us uh, having two languages? Because I've noticed that with me, that's something big. Like, I feel I can speak well, but I also know I could be better. But I also catch myself a lot of times. I get stuck, but it's because two languages. I don't know. Though I feel like I carry that first language, which is Spanish, and I just get confused. I don't know if I get confused or there's things in English. Dude, there's a lot of things that I would say better in Spanish rather than in English, to be honest. That's fair. And I think that what you're saying, I think you're right. And it causes this conflict in my head. I, I don't think know you're if, right. If that makes sense. At least for me, whenever I, I speak fast, maybe it's uh, when you speak fast, it's us, our our, our culture. We're speak, speaking I'm fast. Speaking, yeah, I'm speaking with, I guess you could say, the dialect of Spanish, but uh, taking that dialect and applying English. Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah I can see I, that. I mean, in Spanish, when we do speak, we speak fast. And I speak faster than most Salvadorians, but go listen to a Puerto Rican and Dominican talk. 
word. You can't. You just can't understand. I can't They're blazing speed, bro. I'll be like, God. And so that applies to the English world. So that's the problem, right? Just learning how to slow down. And to some words come out fucked up, it makes me insecure. That does make me insecure. So, for instance, Julie, I used to, uh, July, I, call, I called it Julie in front of the whole baseball team. They made fun of me. So, insecurity. And then uh, accessories. I used to say uh, access, accessories, ac- accessories. I still, the, so, one that, the one that I still, uh, is it data or data? Uh, it's both. Because I see, say data. The English language is a lot hard, but especially the American language. I heard, I heard, I forgot who told me this one time, that the English language was a, is a, uh, a lazy language. Okay. Because, for example, data, data. Why the fuck is it both? Caramel, Spend, caramel. Root, route. Gray. Gray, you spell it two ways. Yeah. Also, great. You can spell two ways. Also, blue. You can spell multiple ways, like wind blew away, the color blue. The language is strange. And then we have a lot of slang. So words are always being added to the language where all of a sudden blow now means something else to a lot of people where blow before was just like, you know, you blow wind, right? But now it means a lot of other things. So there's always slang that are There's a word that's interjectable, interchangeable. I can't think of it right now, but that always whooped my ass when I was in, in, in middle school. Mm-hmm. And one time I asked, I said, what am I supposed to use? And the per- teacher couldn't even answer the question. You, you understand? So yeah, yeah. It was just a confusing thing for my brain. It's like, well, what the fuck do you want me to use? <laughs> well, just look at your context clues. But like, I can say <laughs> it both ways. What the hell's a context clue? And then too, it's kind of like math and there'll be like three minus four or like some kind of shit. Yeah. But I'd be like, do you want me to include like the whole number? I didn't know to ask that. When I take algebra, algebra would make sense because we're going to negatives now. Yeah. But like before I was like, oh no, it's just zero. I was like, well, what about the, is it a whole number or is it like, are we just saying that it's part of a number? Okay. And it would confuse the fuck out of me. But now I, you know. Uh, yeah. And it's just like, for example, our uncle every now and then will ask us, how do you say this in English? And it's like sometimes I sometimes I get frustrated. I'm like, dude, yo no sé. Like, I just don't fucking know. <laughs> and it's not that I don't know. Yeah. It's just that, dude, for me to sit there and explain this shit to you is like I cannot explain it. Like, yeah, it's yeah. a word that could be used two ways. Because I remember one time I forgot what word it was, and he was like, <laughs> just stare, But how do you use? But it means that. And it, I was like, dude, look, bro, I don't know. I don't know. I, I yeah, cannot, yeah. you get what I mean? But I don't know. I, I just thought about that when you were talking right now about uh, speaking um, fast. Oh, I was just going to tell you guys. I always, that was one thing. I Now, as I got older, I envy, I envy y'all so much, man, for being bilingual because I just think it's really dope to be able to communicate with a, a wide variety of people instead of just staying in your lane. And I was one of those kids, ironically enough, even though I went to a, a Mexican school, obviously in El Paso, but a lot of other people who were like English speaking Mexicans, we would poke fun at people the way they'd say certain things, you know? So yeah. he's like, you said chair, you say share. Or like, ah, oh, he's a share. <laughs> you know, some chicken, <laughs> you know? Yeah, right? Like, Can we speak English. Yeah, we would do that, right? Just assholes. ignorant on our part. Yes, I was very much an asshole. That, that was an asshole to everybody. But then I just, as I started getting older, I just realized, you know what, man? I, you can butcher this stuff. Imagine me trying to speak, I don't know, like Chinese or Mandarin. 
uh, I speak Japanese. I'm probably gonna sound stupid as hell to yeah, people yeah. when I go and I'm just like, all I know how to do is like ni hao or certain little things like that. You know what I'm saying? And if I try to speak someone else's language in their dialect, they're probably gonna look at me like, this fool sounds stupid as hell. You know, like they yeah, go, yeah, you know, yeah. they think that. So I always thought about that. I'm like, I wonder how they feel when people try to go in. But but all all that is to say. I, I just realized because it's so cool that you learn two languages, even if you don't sound, you know, exactly like a oh, purebred, whatever your token images of a person who has a mastery or master over the English language. So you're not there. You're not that mm. point. A lot of people aren't. A lot of people who are native uh, to, the, to that language aren't even mastering the damn English language because the English language is so confusing so it just made me soften up and i just realized hey just the fact that you know how to communicate with me like this and then you can turn around and communicate a whole different way like that's dope man like so i just i envy people who are bilingual multilingual and i always just encourage people just learn learn languages you know what i mean don't be afraid to learn i appreciate your envy so let's circle this back around to bentley what are your uh new year's resolutions I have a few, man. I actually have quite a bit. Um, but to put it short, uh, <clears throat> take my, which is, I already been able to do it, but take my haircuts uh, up, up a notch, my business in, in a sense. Um, I always, um, I don't think I've taken it as to another level as I have right now. Mm-hmm. Um, it started with me, you know, um, those who cut, your hair with me know that I took it. I started off by, you know, uh, doing where you have to schedule an appointment. Now that was kind of the first step. And then, you know, just getting more serious about it. Um, I set up a new spot, got little things here and there, make it look nice, feel nice and just apply everything I've learned when I actually did work at a shop, you know, Mm -hmm. so applying that, those type of things. Um, of course I have some goals with my family. Those are my main ones. Job. keep to myself sure. um and then school um yeah. uh um, it's a new I, i've done it before but it's a i see it as a new challenge um so yeah and definitely of course i have a uh some creative ideas that this year are i want to make them happen definitely for sure um i do want to give a not to vr for a little too long I have a lot of burps. Uh, Kirby came in and um, joined us. I actually wanted to actually give Kirby a little bit of props right now. Um, I told them this earlier, but I think I would put this in the episode, which I am, is um, I want to congratulate you because you've done a great job at um, you dropped this shirt, but you didn't just drop shirts. You actually marketed yourself very well. You actually, you know, took the time, put a video out. Um you branded yourself basically. You packaged everything well. Um, you dropped it. I mean, you orchestrated it well. So congratulations on that. And I just want you to know that. So I want you to know I was the first one to do it. At first, I shot it. Ah, <laughs> damn! Appreciate Hate it. him. Appreciate it. Valley did it on Instagram first. I did it on here first. <laughs> Free shirt. The personal. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I just wanted to tell you that, man, and um. I'm yeah, excited man, for you. Shoot. I'm excited for you and, and, and your journey this year. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. <clears throat> okay. Uh, veering off a little bit. Uh, still kind of in the new year has brought a lot of different things that 
has hit us just, man, just straight. We're, what, three weeks into the new year? Yep. And we've had a lot of shit already. First one is Houstonians, bro. Houstonians. <laughs> Let's talk about these Astros. Astros. Fuck. Man, hey, what do look, we do? Do we bro, still claim them? Is it a what <laughs> do we accept the title? Are we fair winners? Are we trash? What are we? Let's talk about it. If we ain't if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying, bro. You ain't cheating, you ain't trying. I'm pretty sure Belichick and Brady said that, <laughs> but you know, that's funny, man. Go figure. I mean, you know the funny thing, I was just talking to um talking to my wife about it because she asked, like, you hear about this? And I don't know what happened, just spurred me on just to talk about how baseball in general it's just a dirty sport, dog. Like, there's always this image, this pristine, the na- you know, the national pastime. You know, take the family out, hot dogs. You know, <laughs> take me out to the ball game, seven inning stretch. All of this crazy shit, and it is filled with controversy. Talking all the way back to the 1910s with the Chicago White Sox, that they call the Black Sox, and you know, we're talking everything from, you know, like the mafia controlling the game. So people were throwing the game on purpose because they're betting on baseball, just like Pete Rose bet on baseball and everything like that, too. I mean, even, you know, even Babe Ruth's crazy ass where they always talk about how Boston traded him to new, to the Yankees and they earned, you know, they deserve this curse of the Bambino. And that's why they sucked for a long time and all that. But the reality is Babe Ruth forced, he was like the first diva you know, athlete where he was saying, hey, pay me double and then pay me double again and partying and trying to for he forced his way out of there. He was like, he's like, I don't want to be a part of this anymore. So he yeah. forced his way out. You're talking later on, even in the 90s, which the 90s, by the way, was like a big TV area for everybody. But the 90s, you remember guys like, you know, Sammy Sosa, you know what I'm saying? Mark McGuire hitting all them home runs. But Deuce, you see, cock diesel, but, but, okay, all that steroid but you, juice. But, but, but you bring that up, and that's every time you think about those players, and you talk with people about them players. What, yeah. what are they? What is the asterisk right next to them? Steroid, steroid yeah. era. But it was and a I great think, era. But I think profited. that's what's gonna happen with the Astros now. Now with the Astros and Boston, right? Because Boston, the dude. Oh yeah, that, Boston's right, right behind. Hey, Alex Carr looked at AJ Hanch and said, <laughs> "I know what to do, bro. I'm gonna go get my meals." And AJ Hanch told him. You go get your meal. <laughs> hey, you didn't think that shit's a mafia, dog. Yeah. Oh, they're talking like they had some high intricate systems. And then the, what was it? They were banging on trash cans to give signals. Yeah. But like let's that. not pretend like, like baseball. Think about the logic, dog. Like this dude, Alex Cora, it's like you do commit a crime with a homeboy. Right. And the homeboy's looking at you. Like, man, dog. That's just real, bro. And the Patriots are just habitual line steppers. You see them, they're like the, the current modern regime of cheating like they're all, like what was it you hear about the dude who got caught videotaping the Bengals of all the teams in the world you can record the, the, the Bengals who finished dead last the dude got caught recording <laughs> which is and someone was like man I was like you know what they're brilliant the Patriots are brilliant because while they're sitting someone and getting caught to cheating on the Bengals they're probably actually recording some better teams for the next week Oh, they, they probably got like a satellite to, in space, trying. and they're yeah, just they like they tried a little. They tried like something. A, <laughs> that guy was a diversion. He was, he was meant to be caught. Exactly, it was a diversion for the real yeah. scheme. But going back with the Astros, man, I mean, I don't know. It's kind of funny, and, but it's also it's just something where if anyone's up in arms and they're just like, how can they do this? I mean, are you shocked? The only people I feel bad for, actually, in a way, are the Dodgers. 
Because they lost both those World Series. They yeah. didn't cheat hard enough. <laughs> they didn't cheat hard enough. That's what that means, though. <laughs> I but, let, but, but let's be honest. Like, this is what bothers me, right? Like, um, okay, so somebody asked me, do I feel bad for the Astros? No, I do not feel bad because you fucking cheated. Like, you knew you were cheating. You got caught. That's how it is. Um, If it was another team, if, if we were in the situation the Dodgers are in, we would be pissed as a city. We yeah. would be fucking pissed. We'd be like, why the fuck? Were you? That's our title. You get what I mean? Um, I don't I don't know who it was, but I know that when all of this was announced, that uh, Hinch and all this, there was somebody or a pitcher that tweeted something that he wanted all of his stats back when pitching against the Astros. Altuve, everybody. He wanted them back. Mm-hmm. And if we go down that rabbit hole, I mean, rightfully so, dude. Like, you knew what pitch was coming. Like, it's a, how are Man, you... Man, dude, going back... That's a good topic, but I want to go back to what you said about the okay. city being mad. Okay. You know, watching a Bronx tale changed my life. Oh, really? man. I haven't seen that movie in a grip. Me too, man. Do you remember the, the mafia boss? I forgot his name. I didn't even know you had seen the, uh, a the Bronx, Bronx tale. tale. But I'm going to tie it into this, which is the mafia boss looks at the, at the kid... Right, like the little kid that's running around, he tells him, because the kid, because the kid's dad, which is Robert De Niro, is really into baseball, and the mafia boss tells him, "Man, go ask your dad if any of those baseball players making money." And that's how I feel about this baseball stuff. You said if it was another city cheating, like they want you to care about this shit, but really, like it's just it's thirty, what thirty? Is it thirty-two teams? Or sixteen. That's teams. a football belief. I don't know how many. Are. Well, I remember they're all remember. cheating like all within each other, so it doesn't really fucking matter, like. We just, you know, if you go back and listen to the news broadcasters, they're going to be all throughout the World Series. The Houston Al- Analytics, the Houston Analytics. Damn, we have badass analytics. Turns out we do have badass <laughs> analytics. We are fantastic we have analytics. Fucking, <laughs> so, the dude, greatest. <laughs> like, yeah. And then, what, we're going to get mad at a bunch of millionaires cheating on each other? Competitive yeah. people that want to win and they know their livelihood. Look, if, but that's like, why I don't feel bad because, look, I'm going to tell you something, man. My whole perspective changed on this when Manny Pacquiao lost. I almost cried. Jamal was listed, looked over me and said, you don't weapon. <laughs> Relax, bro. They're going to go celebrate their millions out there. <laughs> I'm like, you know what, bro? You're right. Man, it was all sad, dog. I was like, look, they're probably in there talking about their plans, him and Floyd. What are we going to do tonight? <laughs> oh, shit. I don't know, dog. <laughs> Bush. <laughs> I know, right? Hey, dog, just real quick. Ah. <laughs> all right, man. That's a So, bit. yeah, man, after that, it kind of just, you know, it changed my perspective in that way. But I, I, I just think it's bothering that Sometimes you see on social media, like Houston fans, oh, we're still champs. We're still this. We're still that. Technically, we still are champs. But if you really want to go down to it, did we win fairly? No, we didn't. Bernard Hopkins knocked out Oscar De La Hoya with a headbutt. And okay, caught him but, with a liver but, shot. But, and he, he's, he got the W. I mean, and look at Bernard Hopkins now. They're co-workers. Maradona's hand of God. Maradona's hand of God. Cup it. You see the video? He cut that damn thing, bro. Hey, but. dog, you're stupid because you got you, you got cheated on. But the reality is, I mean, oh, I Reggie mean, you Bush. Could, you could also live your life by, like, Toretto. I mean, it doesn't matter if you win by an inch or a mile. Win is winning, right? Look at, but look at uh, Reggie Bush. Reggie Bush won the Heisman. He had, and I watched, that's the first time, like, I got into college football because of Reggie Bush. Watching him in the whole year, he was an animal, and he won the Heisman Trophy, and then he got it taken away because he accepted money or whatever. Which, yeah, by the way, that. that is total bullshit. So they were like, "You have to give the Heisman Trophy back," so he can give it. Yeah, exactly. 
Take, you know, just take, take this, this shit, shit back. Exactly. And he did give it back, But at right? the end of the day, guess he what? He gave it back, right? He did give it back. But guess what, bro? It doesn't matter because I watched him. I watched him that year. I know who won that year. We all know who won that year. Like, he's still the Heisman winner. Who did he give year. it to? He just gave it back to the committee because they were like, oh, O.J. Simpson got a damn Heisman. After he murdered Nicole, they didn't ask him for the Heisman back. But whatever, right? He was going against Vince Young, too, right? Yeah. Uh, for yeah, the Heisman? For that year? Yeah, for that year. But he, I mean, he had a That was a badass year. But, but the point is, bro, like, we still, at the end of the day, remember the main result, which was that the Astros won. So yeah, you can sit here and be you. like, oh, I, we'll take that away, but... We'll, oh, we all remember that. People got shirts, hats, whatever the hell they have. History is rope, bro. Yeah, what so, about Houston going to forget Yes, that it's rope. Okay, okay, but it's rope. It's rope. It's written. The Houston history is written. Strong. But there's going to be an asterisk. Now you write the asterisk. Let's, it's written, but we yeah, write the asterisk. Small way. Yeah. You know, baseball, they're like, oh, just put the asterisk on there. They feel good <laughs> about themselves. But then again, yeah, like you said, good baseball. Job, baseball has so many fucking flaws. That I mean, this might be one that's just forgotten in a while. But it's, yeah, just to me, the holier than thou people is just like, sorry, they won. I, what can you do? You can't change. Like, go back in time and change they, it. Like Babe Ruth, like Cat Williams said about Babe Ruth, that's just shoot shut up the fuck up. <laughs> Babe Ruth just hit another home run. No, not Babe Ruth. Uh, fuck, I'm stupid. Barry Bonds. Barry Bonds, yeah. Barry Bonds, hey, Barry Bonds just kept on getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And I home mean, run home run let's be home real. Run. Like he never actually. Got a bad test for steroids. Now, I heard a the dude's head got enormous. All right, <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of evidence was, where people would look at it, go like, "Yo, like, because he was skinny." But Barry Bonds back in the day, when he was like skinny before he really got into that shit, was the man. He was mm-hmm. still dope. Like he's still base. He could do everything and hit home runs. But all of a sudden, he got like huge, like jacked, and then his head got really big and like you know, big ass head and stuff. <laughs> and then he started hitting home runs like crazy. I mean, yeah, Bro, it, it looks take, obvious, but he never did get popped for it. So it does take some skill though to hit that fast ass ball. Yeah, bro, you know I can take all steroids in the world, now I'm not gonna go I'm out there. <laughs> and that, and, and, and that, that was always my <laughs> argument with the whole steroids era. It was that <clears throat> they still have to hit the ball. Yeah, they still have to play a position. You get what I mean? Ground the ball, yeah. throw it to the base. Like you still have to play. You get what I mean? Um, you're only stronger. You're gonna be hey, though, has ever been like now that we're talking about this, it raises this, and I just thought about this. Is is it weird that Congress got involved with that? Like, why would the United States government be political pool just so they like, can get some what? shine? It's like, uh, like what is? It's kind of like Roger something Clemens that's like newsworthy. Yeah, it's, it's a newsworthy. It's something they. Do. It's, like, it's, so, it's so weird. What, Congress what, does it. What the whole A lot of it too is really to help, like for a lot, especially for a lot of politicians who are. Campaigning, they get an important issue because they're trying to show, like, hey, we're serious about this. Baseball, like, really think about it. Of all the shit going on in the country, baseball steroids is really worth of a congressional hearing. Like, you know, that's what I'm saying. I just thought about that. But you're right. I remember that whole thing because they went in there like, I never, you know, never took steroids. Perjury all over the place, bro. (laughs) Everybody's perjuring themselves. Perjury, 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 perjury everywhere. But that's just something Congress does. They're weird about that stuff. Yeah, be like that sometimes. But so uh, y'all, y'all as Houstonians, um, how do, so do y'all still feel proud about the 2017? Yeah, when they asked me, why don't you ask me this? When the Astros won, did I make money? <laughs> no. When the Astros got this asterisk on their 
Dang, did I lose money? No. I could give two fucks. <laughs> you know what I did do? I lost money because I was out drinking. That's what I did do. <laughs> that's the fuck I get for being a fan. Wait, was that the story? But that, that's the same as the... Uh... Yeah. Oh, you oh, my God. No, no, no. no, 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 no that's what I did. Okay. Well, last, last year. Okay. I was about to say. I was like, is that the same year? I was like, oh, <laughs> no. no. That's, that's not the drunk story. The drunk story was this... this, this <laughs> Okay. Version. I was like, you probably are like, oh, man. What oh, about man. you, Jamal? I don't care. I mean, and, and yeah, I'm biased because I'm an Astros fan. So what? But it's the same thing with with the the Patriots. I make fun of it, and I like to make fun of people who are like Tom Brady's the greatest of all time, just to throw that in their face because it's fun being a jerk to people. But I really don't. So I really I'll, don't I'll, I'll say this: I okay. Now it happened. Belichick, Brady have been in this shit numerous times. Habitual <laughs> line. Steppers. What do they do? They just come the following year and win another championship. Find another so, way to cheat. Yes. So all they can do now, dude, just get, be good. Find a new way to cheat. Be better. That's it. That's what it. movie is it? Um, be number one. If you ain't state, your last. State. State. There are no other. <laughs> no, state. Win state. I win state. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just. Put I mean, the ring up. Yeah. <laughs> I still think they're really good. They just took it to an extra level. So I mean, because you know you can read signals all you want, but I mean you still have to crack stuff right, and you still have to you still have to be good. The you genius can, like, though, like, no, 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 no but cheating that's gonna make you uh, the a guy, scrub to like the a person that deserves an award is the person watching the video, breaking down the signs, and sending the signal. Yeah, that dude's. I'm sure he got whoever nice that is. Props. Man, no, that was a great system. What they set up? No, it's because it's That's an operation. Why, no, it's, it's an operation. It's <laughs> yeah. an operation within the operation. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Whoever the creator was to come up with Have this you ever plan. Seen? Yeah. Oh, uh, it was, it's in between Alex Cora. AJ Hinch. Yeah, well, yeah. Alex Cora. And, oh yeah, and Alex Cora. Cora. Carlos Batron. What? Yeah, no, which is funny because Alex, well, he was no. a player and then he took it right or something like that. Like he was a player and then no, no, no. Ad, are we talking about Alex like Cora, the one for Boston? No, no. I'm saying AJ Hinch and Carlos Bertrand because if you go back and you start listening to all the interviews, all the players talk about Carlos Beltran. Carlos Beltran. Oh, he's the goat. Oh, he's. They mention him yeah. and one of them. Uh, Bregman laughs. He's like, "Yeah, man, thanks to Alex, uh, uh, thanks to Carlos Beltran, and he does his smart." <laughs> dude, I don't. Forget he knows what's up. When I yeah, like when I when I get two pieces together and I connect them, they stick, dude. Yeah, and, and that stuck, and I and now it's connected with this shit. Like, but he's good. He Carlos ain't gonna get Beltran. touched. Carlos Beltran is a boss. He's, you know why he got saved? Because he was a player. Exactly. They they're not gonna touch another player. Another players got hit. Yeah. So just GM management. That's and it. Alex Cora is involved because he's just the assistant to. No, AJ but Hinch. I heard that he was the main one. And AJ Hinch, they said that he knew, but just played like he's gonna get a he's gonna get a job anyways because he was so dope, man. Like he'll end up not even he'll chill for a bit, and then all of a sudden, bam, old boy gonna get hired again. I wonder who's gonna bring him back. Though. That's my question. Probably Yankees. He is gonna no. Let me take that back. I don't know if he is gonna come back, but he was fucking dope. I, I loved everything about his character. I learned a lot was. from his character. Yeah. When they would hit three bombs of him, mm-hmm. <laughs> he was just so calm. Like, okay, I just take a note <laughs> and they make a move. I would be like, I don't know, like me who is in leadership, mm-hmm. I learned a lot. Like, uh, I've always been told, uh, uh, be like a duck in a pond. You know how uh, right, a duck right. is like, like, you know, flapping, but in the outside, the he's calm. Yeah. yeah. 
So that's what I got from that dude, man. Just always calm. They would hit like four homers off of this dude, and he would just be so calm. Yeah, okay. So you could hit that AC, man. It's kind of hot in here. Yeah, it is that yellow warm. I ain't gonna Turn that thing on and put it on uh, 68. It's cool. Got you, bro. Yeah, man, but... Yeah. But, yeah, anyways, I mean, I don't know. Man, and then I started because of that weak-ass picture that got traded, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Listen Have you seen that? the memes? all his fault for being a little snitch. Have you uh, seen the memes that... Um, who was the worst snitch? 6'9 um, or the pitcher? Or Jose Canseco. He's the original one. snitch, though, man. Oh. Jose Canseco? You know oh. when he wrote that book about juiced? Oh, Basically really? exposing steroids in baseball, like he wrote, and he snitched on everybody. And but the funny part, everybody was like, "Oh, he's a clown." Nobody believed him at first. They were like, "Oh, he's a clown. He's just doing it for money, publicity, and stuff." And then you come to find out, literally everyone he snitched on was it was all accurate because he was he was him and McGuire were on the Oakland uh, A's together. So he was talking about how he learned the system, how to beat. The, the, the drug test and take steroids and that he would personally inject steroids in all these people's asses and stuff like that. <laughs> like he he was the one who exposed on everything. Damn. Yeah, yeah. He's he's a he's we, a sh- we should have a league like X M L B and all the motherfuckers are steroids. Everybody bro. take the juice, bro. <laughs> Even play field. Pictures <laughs> <laughs> are all huge and stuff. Fucking this X- man throws hundred and fifty five <laughs> miles an hour. <laughs> This guy do so juiced up. He can see the ball coming like it's at twenty miles. He, he cracks it open and stuff. Oh shit! I want to see that. I want the whole league to be juiced. I want yeah, the managers to be juiced. Yeah. They just rocked up. Dude's like riding in his notepad, all swollen up and stuff. He's like, look at the coordination, right? The here. pencil breaks. <laughs> road rage. Uh, road road uh, road rage. This is mad. It umpires juiced up too, bro. He's like, yo, you got a problem, bro? Got a problem with my call? But yeah, that'd be. That's funny. Yeah, that would be fucking great. Um, anyways, another Houston thing, uh, and let's just get this one out the way. Um, the Houston Texans, man. How do you feel about the Texans, Thomas? I can't. Uh, I, can't I think it's the first year we actually. I for, from I speak for myself saying it's the first year I actually got back into football, and it was because of uh, fantasy. Man, I got back into that motherfucker because we made it that far. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I like that, dog. Steal it back. I like that. I, I only got into this shit because we made it that far. Although we suck, we just, we, we be, yeah. it's, it's all flukes. Uh, I think that we can summarize Bill O'Brien by, hey, you know, a random person. Hey, man, can you tell me about Bill O'Brien and the Texans? Hey, come look at this play on fourth and one when we're close to their field. We're gonna go for a field goal, but on fourth and one when we're on our side. When they're short for them, for <laughs> go we're going to go it. for a fake-ass punt. It's like, dude, what the fuck? How the fuck are we supposed to win So, like I was going to call to this radio. I think it was ESPN radio. I don't know who it was radio. I was going to call today. Uh, yeah, I was actually going to call. Because like, <laughs> they were like, we're taking calls. I know there's a lot of floor straight Houston Houstonians. Express yourself. They were talking about Bill O'Brien. Dude, they gave some examples. They said Bill O'Brien is like sex without an orgasm. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. That's a better example, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. yeah. And I was, what was the other one? It was like sex without an orgasm, and it was another one that they used. But yeah, that one just, that analogy just hit it. Yeah, I hit it. It, it, it. And it's true, dude. It's like, I'm just tired, bro. I, it's like when you're in a relationship, a bad relationship, and the person just keeps doing the same shit over and over yeah. and over. That's why I'm mad, dude. I'm tired. 
I'm tired. Just that's why I've taken a break from them. I want I want to be a fan. I just can't, bro. I'll be a fan if we had good play calling, creative play calling, exciting. We've always football. been like this. Just dude, you can cover the Texas with cover two. Oh, a guy called three. a guy called my my son is 13 years old and he was telling me, Daddy, why are they running the ball? Look, they're gonna run the ball. They're gonna. <laughs> He's like, I don't understand this play call, and it was just so funny to uh, me because Thomas has said that all the time. Look, 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 play action. It's just. Oh man, it's just frustrating. Well, it's sad because you got an incredible talent. And the thing Deshaun is that Watson, our yeah. biggest, oh my gosh, as a city, what we wanted was a quarterback, mm-hmm. and we got one. And now it's going to waste. And now we wanted a receiver. We, I mean, we had Johnson. Now we have uh, Hopkins. Yeah. Like, I don't know, bro. It's just, and I think to be honest, dude, the honest dude, the people to blame is the fans, bro. That's like having a Ron and Brown butt in front of you and not knowing how to handle that shit. <laughs> Although, I hate to say it, Do you get the reference? <laughs> don't know how to handle that shit, boy. Yeah, that's it, bro. That's what I'm saying. The motherfucker doesn't know how to handle it. All day. He, has, he has the fucking team. With that Ron and Brown, and he just don't know what to do with it. <laughs> He's like, uh, uh. Goes to sleep afterward. But bro, you know what, though? I will, in one, the only defense I have for them is that they played against the Chiefs, bro. And that boy Patrick Mahomes is a monster, man. Like, he's just The only he's argument. Just hey, wait, 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 wait. Say, say, let me make sure that I'm hearing correctly. Patrick Mahomes, boy. I'm decoding what you're saying correctly. So what are you saying? I said Patrick Mahomes is a no, monster. No, revert. Like, go back. The only, thing, the only thing I would say to defend them, like, the only reason, the only small thing I would say to defend them is that they played against that boy Patrick Mahomes. Because that dude is... A monster, dog. Like he is, he's incredible, man. Like I watched that game, and you know it was what was it? It was twenty four zero, right? There you go. That's the and answer I was gonna give you. And then that boy put forty something points up, bro. Nonstop. Patrick Mahomes was playing with these kids. Like he was running like this. He wasn't even doing a no look pass, bro. In the end zone, he was like this. Loop touchdown. That's fair. That's like fair. it was. You it, wanna... was it was a crazy man. Like this. This dude. This dude is not he, trying to be. He's hard. good. Deshaun Watson is good also. Yeah, let me tell you how good. they shut down fucking let me tell you how they shut down Deshaun Watson. They contained the ends and they put a middle linebacker, which was a fucking I think a a, a a cornerback size, to spy Deshaun Watson. So if you go back and look, you can see the spy. They wouldn't let Deshaun Watson go past. That's how you shut this motherfuckers down. So you're saying I understand what you're saying. Patrick, right. Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes is good. Patrick but Mahomes what's even worse what, what's even worse? That's why I had that boy. <laughs> That's why I had He's that boy great. in fantasy. That I want people to know that book. Thomas had Patrick Mahomes, and Patrick Mahomes literally carried this man's team. Right. Hey. Oh, wait, what, what Until he got injured for a little bit. Yeah. And then that's when it all went down. He had nobody else on that team. This man was Patrick scoring Mahomes, 35 though. points on I was playing on his team. He put me in at running back. Zero points. But Patrick Mahomes would come in. Bro. But the our defense our play calling. It's yeah. Not our, it's our play calling. I mean, don't get me wrong. That's what I'm saying. So You're right. It wasn't Patrick just all Mahomes Patrick Mahomes. Great, but like the defense, um, even the Chiefs defense did well, and the coach never made adjustments really. You know, and then they were a 24. They were up 24. They never really stepped on their necks. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, he played too conservatively. So you're right. There's, like, a lot of other things. But, man, Patrick Mahomes, dog, he just he's, – he's a dude against any team. He can erase a deficit. Like, nothing. Like, oh, okay, like – those fools caught back up in what a quarter and a half, like they 
they were winning before the freaking halftime. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like that, it's, it's just shit like that. I just look at him. Just it's amazing to me. You know, I really, I really hope, I really want to see him win. Good now, I'm a Niners good fan, quarterback, so hopefully know, not or this good year. Calling. Who, Patrick Mahomes? Yeah, oh, both. Because the reality is, all all QBs are, you know, they're going to be as good as the system that they're in. Yeah. That's that's how. I want to see Andy Reid win one. So yeah, that's, so that's why I'm kind of, I'm kind of, I'm kind of cheering for Kansas City. But I, I do want, I, I would want Patrick Mahomes to win. But I'm a Niners fan, bro. So I, I know you, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Super Bowl with us, bro. Jimmy G, the most beautiful man in football. I need to see him with the ring on his finger. You know what yeah, I mean? So ESPN is guessing up Packers versus. Uh, yeah, I think a lot of people Packers. they want to see Packers versus back Packers Tennessee. Chiefs, right? That's yeah. what they want. They want to see Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes. People, the worst case scenario for people who are terrified, but I think what actually be an interesting game is Niners and Titans, right? It, it doesn't even sound sexy, right? I mean, the Titans. Although Derrick Henry is a that boy's a beast. A man. I had him yeah, on my mind. I wanted boys. to ask that. So I haven't kept kept up with it. Jamal, have you been keeping up with football? Yeah, I have. Actually, so for a while though, I lost a lot of fantasy championships, so I took like a two week break. I was I was mad. I was genuinely mad. I was like, you know what? I was like, fuck football. Playoffs were on in the beginning. I didn't even watch them. I just read what the score was and yeah. went on my my life. I'm sorry. What was your question? Uh, what do you think about the Titans? I don't know anything. Surprising. They they look like the team of destiny right now because nobody thought the Titans would do because what they, they're doing. When I think about the Titans, I think about a team that's always sucked. Are they good? Are they? Or are they like squad? eight and eight? They're just like mediocre team. Yeah. Oh, right now this season they're eight and eight. No, they're better than that. I'm saying they've always been known as like a yeah, mediocre, another Texans boring ass team. Yeah. But the thing is, they well, they ironically enough, they got a cast off from Miami. It's funny, all the Miami Dolphins players go to another team, and all of a sudden they're like pretty good. Okay. But the thing, the crazy part about this playoff run for the te- for the Titans is that the quarterback who actually did really well when they, you know, they benched their rookie or not the rookie. They benched like their original face of the franchise, Brad and Ryan Tannehill. He's been balling out of his ass. I know because I got him in all my, I had him in a lot of my fantasy leagues. So he's balling. But these past two um, playoff games, he's only thrown for like 70 something yards or 80 something yards. That's it. It's been the Derrick Henry show and the defense. Derrick Henry is a 6'3", 230 something pound running back, Man, God, and like and he runs is, a, and runs to like a four, he, four, I think, and he's fast. He's big. He makes like he was so, like Earl Thomas. Like Earl Thomas was like, I got him, coach. He like stiffed arm Earl Thomas. Earl Thomas did a one eighty, turned his back, and then he stiffed arm his back. <laughs> you know, like this is a grown man playing with little boys, like. And so he's getting like 138 yards, 190 something yards total and stuff. All they're doing is just like feed Derrick Henry. The ball and like he'll get. Like, oh, you want the ball? I'll get you ten. That's all he does. He just put booby he just in. nickels and dimes. Like not even nickels and dimes. He just like dimes them to death. How did they beat the the, the Ravens? Did you see that? He just oh he yeah just, he demolished them. They, they just, just ran the ball. Yeah gave it man. A Lamar Jackson had a he didn't have a good game per compared to how well he played in the regular season. But they just you know I think the Titans they just do a lot of ball control. They have a great they have a really good defense now and. Like I said, they're running back. Essentially, is playing uh, Madden. They play old the school football with Le- Le- Damon Thomason. Right. You cannot tackle that motherfucker in Madden, dude. It'd be that like it'd be like if teams are shooting LT, threes. Le- Damon Thomason. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Thomason was the was the man. 
in Madden. Well, yeah, it's in life. Oh, in general, yeah, Madden and in, in life. But that's but what I compare it to. I guess that's what it's, it's, it's like they're playing old school football again. So analytics will always say, "Hey, go for it on fourth down, passing right." That's the place you want to go. And the Titans are over here playing this throwback style where running, they're establishing the run and playing defense, and they're just kill. They killed the Patriots. Just killed the Patriots that way. They killed the Ravens that way. They might. They may very well end up killing the Chiefs that way, and if they meet the Niners, they could kill the Niners that way. And now all of a sudden, you're looking back at this team and going like, "Yo, this team basically murdered like four really dope ass teams." Yeah. Have y'all seen the the, the 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 meme they made of uh, remember the Titans like the movie and they put Tom Brady crying? <laughs> but you haven't seen it? No, I haven't seen it's it. Hilarious. It's one of those situations, you know, it's kind of like when you're playing with your sibling and they just learn that one button. Yeah, that's it, bro. It's like, you know what it is? Like Tecmo, it's like Tecmo Bowl, and you just hand it off to, like, this is an old school reference. It's Tecmo Bowl, and all you do is hand it off to Bo Jackson in the game, and literally, literally, unta- like, you could not tackle him. Literally. So you would run purposely all the way back to your own end zone. And he run a full circle, and dudes are diving at you, and you, they can't tackle you. And you just run a full circle, and then you just zigzag around, and you almost tease him like you're going to the end zone. Then you run back from the end zone, and you run in the circle again, and you run back. Like, it's, it's, it's dominance. Remember, we're playing Street Fighters, and, and we're doing combos, and your brother just beat us for one Yeah, he beat all of our asses out with one win. Yeah. My Ooh. brother. <laughs> my brother, uh, Kirby had a Super, Street Fighter? It was Street Fighter, but we're playing on Super Nintendo, and I think... Me and Tommy were learning how to do the the, the combos. Oh, the and combos. combos. Yeah. And we got it down, so me and him were going at it like, oh, well, Tommy will beat me. His brother shows up. Little brother, and he's pressing one button. Did you see the one? <laughs> he just did the kicks. Like, 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 <laughs> he's just spamming the one button. Just one hit button, me. and he kills us. Well, I remember when, uh, dude, it's because there's some people that are just natural for games, though. Yeah. Thomas is the natural for games. Like you could put him in any game, and he adjusts real quick, and he and, and he'll win. Yeah. Um, his brother is pretty good at war games. Yeah. Um. Oh. Um. Yeah, I remember one time we were playing um his brother Kirby's older brother, and I started using what was the name of the big dude? He would do one. Zangief. Like, I don't Honda. know. No, E Honda. Honda. Yeah. E Honda. Yeah. yeah. yeah That's all I would do, thing. and I would win. <laughs> so That's I, all he did, bro. Just. Like Chun Li, you do the kicks, right? Yes, yeah, so I, I was decent at games, but uh, man, dude, when I really got involved with Madden, bro, that changed my perspective on life. Because, you know, the story, my story about Madden is I got my ass whooped one time, and I'll admit I hold on to grudges. And I looked at my homeboy, I said, dude, you're never going to beat me again, dog. <laughs> and I made it a purpose to learn how to fucking play Madden. And I spent the whole summer playing. I, I say something. Really, dude, all you did it was, was like, you just made all, like you did four receiver sets and just made them all just run out? No, uh, he, he practiced. Post routes. I practiced. He, he actually practiced. I practiced. Like, I went to practice on Madden. Hit yeah. the practice thing. And I would study where the linemen would go, where the fullback would go, and what was... Like, what if I did this, then what does the fullback go? And that's how I was able to pick up on shit. And then, and then I got to the point where I, I love this play. It's a play action mm-hmm. where I, I play action to the running back and the fullback runs alongside the, the, the running back. I pass it to the running back. When I knew I was going to tackle it, I, I did a backward pass to my fullback. And got like four more extra yards. <laughs> like I had gotten to that point, dog. Like it was. But be doing them laterals. Yeah, laterals. Ah. Benny, when I got back, man, dude, I broke down Madden to Benny. I was like, dude, look, dude. And is- my goal, my goal in that time 
was he got me into it was beat Thomas. That was the that was the pinnacle. Dog, thing. I remember when I beat him, dog. Yeah, when he became a challenge. Oh! Was shit. I was like, motherfucker, was that I got the King you. King Cobra? Is that what yeah, yeah, that's where he got King Cobra from. King Cobra's been. And I think is. I think I, and I think I'm still King Cobra right now. Nah, yeah, nah, <laughs> <laughs> now we're gonna have to do another one, actually, another trophy. That'd be cool. But a King Cobra from yeah, that would be like, like a yeah, 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 like. Um, and that's where it came from. But yeah, dog, because I, man, I had top belly everything, dude. Like the cover two, the cover three. Hey, when he would play against people, it's like, hey, look, do these, establish some kind of pattern, then switch it up on the end. But then I realized, pattern. though, I, I couldn't play against him. I don't like playing versus somebody on the same TV. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, okay, yeah. I yeah. know that. That's when I started realizing, like, how much value it is to, hey, dude, I need my. Yeah. That's when I started learning gaming mentality. Because yeah. I've never been a gamer, but that's when I realized, like, dude, you need to be on your own fucking screen. Yeah. Because you're seeing my shit. I'm seeing... I, I need my... I need to be able to be in my zone. Did you ever get into Madden? I haven't asked you that. I don't oh, know yeah, of course. Oh, God, I'm so old school. I'm like... I was into uh, Madden. I used to play Madden 64. Super Madden, Nintendo. Madden 53. <laughs> 78. <laughs> Madden 1942. Hey, bro. The draft. <laughs> I created a player. He couldn't go into restaurants and stuff. I'm like, oh, for real? Like, he can't even get a meal? <laughs> like, white slowly. Like, damn, bro. I actually came my, up, ang- my running back's all angry when he plays <laughs> the next day. He didn't uh, eat. I actually came to appreciate Madden more with this podcast that Thomas sent me. Yeah. Uh, remember the one you sent me about... When they created Madden, oh yeah, yeah, that yeah. one actually made me appreciate Madden a, a, a oh, lot more. We never talked about that podcast. Yeah, like, remember? We never uh, okay, that's another word, Madden. I didn't, we we used to call it Maiden. You don't yeah. remember? Yeah, yeah, Maiden, Madden, yeah, Maiden. Yeah. You see, <laughs> so kinda, shit happens, man. Yeah. Hey, but did, I love that. Did did you did I send it to you that podcast? Did, was, on, was it thirty for thirty? Hey, did I send you that podcast? Was it the thirty for thirty one? It, it was, was a 30 for 30. Yeah, it was a Well, I, you had, I was actually listening to the 30 for 30 too. And then I was like, okay, I'll check it out. So yeah, I checked out the whole thing of how they made it. And then it was really cool to hear them talk about how um, on TV they started reflecting. Yes. Just like the they game. They made it more like the yeah. game. Right, they made it more yeah, like yeah, the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, how, how the game influenced the, like, influenced they the actual did, game. They did, didn't they? Like, that's mm. kind of cool. Because I was playing Madden, like I said, I played Madden, uh, the first game I played was like Madden 94. You know, with like Emmett Smith and Jerry Rice, Troy Aikman, Steve Young, like like Brett Favre, all that. Like that's, I was playing Madden for that time, and Madden was dope yeah, even yeah. back then. You know what I'm saying? And I was into Madden for a good while, even when they did the NCAA one. I loved NCAA though. That was my favorite because I, I didn't like it. I, I liked it because I like creating my own college. So I made like a random ass bunk ass college, bro, and then I'd make me the quarterback, <laughs> and I was like a. Stud quarterback, duh. So we'd be like blowing out like all the te- like oh Miami, oh the Hurricanes are coming in. It'd be like sixty eight to thirteen. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like oh okay, Nebraska coming in. It'd be like seventy three to you know seven. Like I would blast them out. But but going back, yeah, we we played a lot of Madden, man. But uh, before I just run it quickly. I was just thinking about how there's some people like you said you just get good at a game because you're like oh I'm a I'm gonna figure it out and you figure it out right yeah. and there's some games there's sometimes you ever play against someone like it's so helpless there's nothing you could do about it there's this game I don't know if you guys remember it was called uh, Killer Instinct and it was uh, it came out the time man. with with Street Fighter and stuff Super Nintendo Killer Instinct was a little different because the comp there was a combo system and you could just keep hitting the dude I played against people. Who mastered that combo system so badly? They once they hit you, 
you don't you literally you're just beating it up the rest of the time. <laughs> they I got hit ninety seven times, bro. I just like and he catch me in this combo and I would just put my controller down and walk <laughs> away. I'm like, man, like what's the point? You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Like I'd have to like I would baby guard him, right? I'd do the little kicks and keep him away. But as soon as he hit me with that combo, bro, it'd be like combo breaker. And he'd be like 37, 38. And I'm like, bro, 68. I'm just like, nigga, what? Like, I'm dead. Stop hitting him. But he'll keep going. He can get like nine. He can get 100. It could be an infinite combo. See, if you really were good at it, you can just juggle him to death. You know what's crazy? It's just people figure this out. Like, those games are all algorithms, right? You're in a box. And it's just people figuring out that gap. Like, oh, dude, it actually, this combo ends like this. But if I started after this punch, like, like you set your fingers up and shit, like just that point zero zero seconds so that you can hit the button. It just keeps going. Like that's just people figuring. No, shit but out. you know yeah. what, dude? I also hated like for example, I started getting really into Madden. Like everything, switching my defense, everything. Oh, like yeah. uh, fucking cornerback covers man, and then the other one switches. Whatever. Call it out. You're like in the live, and you're like, hey, watch eighty yeah, five. Everything, A-Fo. everything, bro. And then. I remember I played Miguel, our, our friend Miguel, and I played him, and I'm like, bro, you ain't, there's no way you're going to fucking beat me. Bro, you meet these careless fucking people who just fucking throw the ball deep, catch it, dog. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I accidentally tripped over the cable. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, motherfucker, you turned it on. I know you hit bad, the switch. Bro. Oh, my bad, no, bro. Happens, hey, we both you, win. You get trapped like in your own mind. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah because yeah. It, I, I, I've caught on to that. Remember when I fucked up game. your record, Tommy? <laughs> you thought we had a badass record on Madden, but then I, we had set this little goal. Like, I would play two in the morning, and he would play two in the evening. Like, oh, yeah, to, yeah, yeah. To, to try and, like, get his record badass, like, mm-hmm. growing Madden. I fucked that shit up. He fucked it up. He's like, nah. he's like, yeah, man, I, I quit a game. I like, you quit a fucking game, bro? <laughs> no, but to you don't but, fucking no, no, no. quit a game, but, 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 but to now, though, that's stuck in my mind. I don't quit games. Even if I'm losing, nah. I'm like, fuck, because it's happened where I scored like two back-to-back or three, and they yeah. quit because they're like, oh, like, this shit is just whatever. Alone, you don't it's just know. a lesson. Like, oh, like. I stayed through an ass whooping. Yeah, dog. Yeah, you just toughen you, you up, dude. Ne- I, I, ne- I never got surprised again. Like, dude, yeah. it, just, it took me a couple of times to get in my ass whooped like that. Where I, where I, I never, I, I didn't, qu- I only quit like a couple of times. Yeah. I was like, man, fuck this nigga. And, but after that, it was just like, fuck that. Uh, I, I stayed, I just stayed during the game. Let me get super nerdy. So, there's a game I play on PlayStation. It's like, Basically, it's an option where you can fight. You play as gods, like different gods, like, uh, you know, whether it's like Zeus and, you know, all the gods from Greek, Roman, um, Egyptian, whatever, right? But it's it's a fighting game. They call it like a MOBA. But anyways, so it's, you do five on five. But a lot of times when, you know, you're playing a game, you're like counting points, like you're trying to get the most kills and like usher in these little soldier guys or whatever, right? It's, it's kind of addictive. It's called Smite. Anyways, a lot of times... I'll I'll play and I'll play with my homeboy and then someone will want to quit like you can you can uh, pick an option to have your team surrender. Mm-hmm. So sometimes people will go and be like, oh let's surrender right and then you know you can tell the one guy who wants to surrender he'll he'll spam on the side he'll be like yes 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 you know or whatever and you can always be like and I and I just I'm always the person to be like nah bro if we're gonna get our ass whipped you stay in here for this yeah. ass whipping because the best part 
is when you come back and then you win. And then I'm sarcastically hitting them back like, oh, we wanted to quit. Oh, you yeah. wanted to quit, though, but we won, right? Like, yeah. you saw, you're like, oh, let's give up now. But I was like, well, look, we won, bro. Like, just relax, man. Like, but just I th- take I, the I, I fight. I- like, let's see what happens. And if you get an ass whooping, take your fucking ass whooping and, be, and figure out, like, okay, but what more, happened? More to the moral. Okay, that's some, that, like, more to the moral feel good. It's, I didn't want my did not finish percentage on my Madden. To go <laughs> oh, you know that's fair. That's that, fair. Because that, that, you do get like in that game, you they get penalized if you do quit too soon. You like should. you, you'll actually uh, you're not allowed to like play it for like thirty minutes or something. Yeah, like I didn't like that. You straight up are penalized. So, and I like that for games to do that because even when you're you know imagine like you're a first person shooter or anything competitive and you're trying to work on records in general, Madden, Call of Duty, you know Destiny, whatever you're playing. And you're you're genuinely trying to win, and then the asshole with the quits. Like you or want them to be penalized. Wi Fi. That was the biggest thing. They would just disconnect from Wi Fi. Yeah, I that was. Like, yeah. <laughs> 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 but yeah, man. Like you just Dude, take the ass whooping. But you know what's funny, man, dog? Look, I was really good at Madden. Thir- what was it? Madden thirteen. The new Madden twenty five came out. Dude, fuck them. I up. could not figure that game out, dog. And. It pissed me off. I would yell at Bentley. Because Bentley would be like, do this. I'm like, no, no, fuck, no. You can't fucking tell me. Like, Shut up. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, but then I learned that Madden goes through stages, too. Like, anything else, I, like, it has this good game. It has this bad game. The good game, the yeah. bad game. And, and, and now I know that. You know? It made, like, 4,000 of those. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, one of, sometimes they're going to suck. There's a pattern to it, too. But see, but going back to the algorithm, each new Madden has a new algorithm. Yeah. And you got to figure that algorithm out. Bro, there's a, like you were saying, there's a lot of people, they figure games out in general. You know, they figure out even in games like Super Smash or fighting games, Super Smash Brothers, Street Fighter, they figure out stuff about hitboxes. Like they learn a character in a hitbox, they have like an area of the character where they know when they can hit, how far out they hit or, or how close you have to be. In order to get, like, in order for the game to register as a hit. Yeah. Like, people are breaking it down. To that point. Calculating it, and they're figuring it out, like, okay, just as you said, like, what's the closest I can get to doing this? What's the farthest I can get to pulling and off And that makes move? sense. Yeah, that and makes they, sense. And they're figuring it out. And so, it's crazy, man. There's some kids out there. They're just incredibly smart, and then they have fast reflexes. That shit be, used to be frowned upon by our parents. At least my parents. Like, hey, get the fuck away from the video. Yeah, the era. Yeah, yeah. Which, the good and bad, right? Good got me out the house. Bad because now technology, dude, now it's esports. Now it's a, now, now it's a sport, dude. Yeah. And, and but it's, at the same time, uh, there's a lot of simulation. There's a lot of stuff based on those video games. You know, I went to this thing called Break Bulk. Have you, have you heard of Break Bulk? Nah. So Break Bulk is a conference that happens here in George R. Brown. It's a huge conference that it's just a, a conference where all these big logistics companies that move capital projects, they go and just network, right? Okay. And so you want to be there because it, it's a chance for an opportunity. And if you don't have a job, it's a chance to get connected. But Exxon had a booth, and in that booth, you could throw on uh, an Oculus. Bro, I went up an elevator on this Oculus. And you're supposed to walk out on a tablet. I couldn't walk out. I knew where I, I was at George R. Brown. And I knew that I was on the floor. But on the Oculus, that I said, dude, I can't. The guy tells me, all right, well, go ahead and jump off. I said, dude, I'm not fucking jumping off. <laughs> I go, because okay, let me start. Let me describe it better. Sorry. <clears throat> so you put on the Oculus and 
you get you they give you two controls and you tap with those two controls you can tap stuff okay. and so i i walk into an elevator and i tap and i tap for the elevator to go to the top floor boom when i get to the top floor there's a piece of plank of wood and they they direct you okay walk on the plank dude i was walking as if i was on the fucking plank telling myself thomas this is fake but my legs were shaking. <laughs> I was fucking shaking. Boy, I was like, dude, this is fake, Thomas. Right. I was just yelling about this is fake. And I okay, I made it to the end of the wood. Fucking shaking. And then the guy tells, tells me, all right, bro, you can jump off if you want, or you can walk back in. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Heard Next person. Yeah, heard <laughs> no, it's a lie. You yeah. can kill yourself or not. It's up to you. Next person. Me, it was just like, <laughs> I fucking, dude, I walk back. Like, I was, like I'm walking back. Nah, you're not like, gonna that's get where me. The fucking technology's at now, yeah. dog. Like, you know what I'm saying? So that's why I think that video. That's what I'm saying with video games. Oh, the reason why it's important for me to bring that up is because the people who created Call of Duty, like I don't know if it was with Activision or Ubisoft, or the other one. I forgot the other one. Mm-hmm. Activision, Ubisoft. Was it Activision? I believe it was Activision. Like. It was Ubisoft. I haven't played another in a long time, but I know Activision. Infinity Ward. Infinity Ward. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, They, some of those developers, created, are creating some of these things, uh, where simulations, where you can learn how to work a plant through a video game, and it's like a real simulation shit. So, yeah. Well, that's how. I mean, they've been doing that for years too. If you think about with flighting, well, flighting, with flight simulation, right? Where they put you into a cockpit so you can learn how to. How to fly? It's pretty cool, man. I mean, that's just technology. Eventually, you know that that's how they train astronauts. That's how they train a lot of people. So, I think it'll get to the point where eventually a lot of training won't be involved with video simulation. So that way you can screw up and be like, all right, well, what did you do wrong? Yeah, yeah. You wanted to talk about the Iran? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no, I, yeah. Well, you went there. Um, um, you mentioned Call of Duty. That was gonna be my segment. Oh, okay. But yeah. now, um, anyways, yeah. On a more uh, a bit of a more serious topic, it was kind of like I said, man. A lot of shit's been happening in the beginning of the year. I remember, I think it was like the second day of the year or what or something, and then I started getting like pop ups like, uh, fucking United States kills general or whatever for Iran, and then you got um, all this shit popping up like. Um, if a draft app, all these gifts and that memes. shit was funny. Though. That shit was funny, dude. Did um, you see those? Yeah, people are crazy, bro. They they're funny, man. They're quick about it. All until you eventually you get that real knock on the door, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you ready to serve your country, son? They be sweating. They're over there making a meme, bro, and they're too busy. They get that knock on the door. All of a sudden, it's like, you know, hey, son. I don't think it was funny. It was annoying to me. It's these dudes that got on, on, on Twitter and shit and on Instagram. Man, y'all, y'all think it's funny, but we're really out here. Yeah, I saw like, that. I mean, honest, that is a little too serious. Yeah, I'm yeah. more joking when I'm saying it just be funny. Yeah. You make, you're I like saw, in the middle of making it. I saw this one where it's like, man, we have to leave our family type of shit. And, so why can't that do? No, it was, a, it was a, I forgot what it was. It was a black dude, I think. Yeah. And he was like, nah, man, we live in our family. And and I I was like, okay, I get it. I understand. But also, dude, you signed up for this, bro. Like, that comes with the territory of you signing up. Yeah, I... I, I, And and the thing is, like, dude, 
What the fuck, dude? Like that that you sign you kind of signed up with to that type of shit. You get what I mean? What's the age limit where you can't get drafted anymore? The, uh, it depends. It, so in the thirties or something? Or? Oh, like the the draft draft? Yeah, I don't know the age. I, I don't. I can't remember. Either. I think it was like I'm not counting it. I was like, I think I'm past it though. So I'm Gucci boy. I can do whatever I want, boy. Don't be surprised. Cause it'll be like <laughs> your country needs you. I'm too old. Good luck. <laughs> I like the signal now. I like you gotta go jerk I'm off. <laughs> So, the way he held his hand out, right? I was like, yo, you can't be jerking out in front of these people's houses, man. But, uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Like, that dude, he was a little... It's like, you, like you said, I get it. I get the emotion of it. Yeah, you don't want to make a joke out of it. But the reality, bro, the internet, man, they make a joke out of everything. You know yeah, what I'm and, saying? And, and like I said, I'm not saying I don't understand. Like, I get it. Right. You hear what I mean? But also, you signed up for that that's you true know what i mean and at the end of the day what you signed up for is kind of what your is the freedom of speech like right. when you're fighting it's kind of what we're doing right now is our freedom of speech right. to make those jokes you get what i mean like <laughs> thank you for serving yeah, our country yeah, but let me make this mean yeah, bro. <laughs> and that comes with it that comes with that freedom yeah. of being able to speak your mind type yeah of thing, you know um but i don't know man and it, it, it did get to me like i said I, I think I was talking about that with Kevin, and I was like, dude, this is, what the fuck, dude? Like, it's not like, you know, I don't know. It, it, that, that was a little bit frustrating. It was like, easy, fella. Yeah, like, easy. chill. Like, and, and close your right. And I, I understand, though. I, I get the perspective. You know, they're, they're going away from their families. They're doing all this, but. Nah, hell no, shut up. Yeah, what? why the hell? I already got this headache anyway, bro. Let me. Yeah, no law with I the claw, bro. About, you already got it? Yeah, it's like right here. I get it. Like, it's it's like it's For me, though, sore. I, man, I, you know. Is it like a sinus headache? You know, it might be because it is like, you know, what your sinuses are right, like in this area and stuff in general, right? So, so like, you might have an allergy. Specifically, like hurts right here. <laughs> you may like, have an allergy. I'm telling you, I only get it when it's. He's um, going to be like, what's well, this? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it hits you. <laughs> No, hey, you can turn it off now. Oh, okay. Well, you this military stuff, it pisses me off, dog, because, man, it's just, dude, I can promise you, dog, when I was in the military and if I was going to deploy, I wasn't going to be like, oh, my God, I'm deploying. Like, dude, hell yeah, I'm fucking deploying. No, but you would also hey. talk shit to no, the people that were like. Let me switch to you, bro. Uh, kind of like. Uh, I want to try. I haven't tried that one. Uh, kind of, I, I guess I would say taking it for granted what you were doing. Really? Yes, I, 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 I do feel that. When? Like back then or now? Back then. Okay. okay. Now you're more on on our side. <laughs> more the civilian. Man, that's tasty. You when I was drunk, me. when I was sober. Uh, no, just in general, dude. When you were in in the military, damn man, I hope this. Wait, I was haven't it been now, talking close to the mic. I hope was this it about good. family? That's a different thing. No, no, no. Just no, in just general, just, just being in, in general, you were. Yeah. I mean, you were in for it, like you Don't were know, in for bro. you and your brothers. Like, so if somebody would have been like uh, making fun of, like, dude, uh, I don't know, I, I don't know if at that time anything happened like this, but somebody making fun of, like, hey, we're gonna be drafted or something stupid, making fun of it, I feel like you would have reacted. You would have been like. Dude, those are my brothers out there, type of shit. I don't think I would have reacted like that. I'm I think to, I, 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 I wasn't I, like that. I, I don't, I don't, 
I'm trying to think. No, but think it's because you've like come a, long ways, though. But but it's because I'm trying. I was, you know, and that's that's fair though because there's things that I've thought where I'm like, hey, dude, I was so insecure and people insecure at that moment. Like, nah, dude. Uh, but it, but, but you got to remember something what I said, though. I, I, I remember telling you, um, I used to bitch him out a lot. I used to be like, dude, why the fuck would you do this? Why the fuck would you join the military? Why would you do this? But then I watched, um, I think it was, uh, what was it? Uh, Fury, the movie Fury. Mm-hmm. And I realized that the military, a lot of it has to do with um, brotherhood, bro. And, and, and it has a lot to do with that and like the bonds you build with people. So I realized that a lot of what Thomas carried was brotherhood. He carried like... That was his thing. Like, hey, I'm going to die for the person next to me type of thing. Um, so the thing that I'm trying to say is I feel that if uh, I think it would be possible that we would have probably got a reaction like that out of you. That's fair. That, I'm that's not saying fair, we fair. would. Have. I because don't know. It didn't that I'm saying no, maybe yes. That's fair. That's yeah. Fair. I but just, I see these guys. I just see these guys and I think to myself, nah. Uh, not me, but just in general. Like, man, why the fuck are they bitching? Like, shut up. Like, just... I see it. Okay, this well, is what well, I'm well, trying to say. Maybe you would have probably I been. I see it for these guys as an opportunity for them to get clout, and that's what they take it as. That's like that's a better way to definitely like being way. like, oh, dude, you're out there, bro. Like, type of, like recognizing yeah, yeah, that you're like, out hey, there, man. I'm out here, bro. Yeah, yeah. fucking with us and all. Shit. And that's an opportunity to get clout. That's what I. Oh, you see the nefarious part of it. You see it. Yeah, they're, they're not like, necessarily going for moral as much as they're just out there putting. Yeah, but the whole social on. media is like that. So like, that's just, true. This is like that. It's that world. That, yeah. that little world is like that. Right. So, so I'm looking at. But it from to be the honest, uh, to re, to to go back a little bit, rewind on what you. I don't think probably not Thomas because you probably were different. I remember Thomas one time sending this picture of this big ass fucking gun he was ordering. I don't know what the fuck. And you, and you know that you're ordering a gun. Dude, it was like bigger than him, bro. And he's like, he had a bazooka like coming eight. into his house, bro. I can't wait. He was like, don't show this to anybody. So it was kind of like private. And I mean, he had Facebook at the time, so he yeah, could have easily yeah, like posted that's on crazy. Facebook. I didn't post a lot, you know. As so maybe, yeah, and been, you know what? Posted. So maybe that's rewinding on what I said. Maybe you wouldn't have reacted that I way. Know, I sent you a picture. I forgot about. That. I know. I know where it I was. It was like too. random, dude. It was like three in the fucking morning. I was like, dude, what the <laughs> fuck? But hey, your shifts, you were uh, doing uh, whatever it is you would do night, at night. night shift, yeah. Like I don't know, but yeah, boy. Yeah, so maybe you wouldn't have reacted that boy, way. But I just, strapped. I guess, I'm saying it from a sense that, like, when you were in, you were in for like your brothers and everything. You know, you were that. Yeah, when I was in, I mean, I did it for myself too to to come up. But then when when I was in benefits, benefits, and I no, but I didn't even realize my benefits. Now that I'm an adult, I comprehend. But but when when I went in, it was to get out. Yeah. Why I went in when I was in, I built the brotherhood. Yeah. And when I got out, uh, well, when I got out, yeah, I stuck, uh, I stayed with that brotherhood and stuff. I just got a, for New Year's, I called one of my friends and we were, we were talking. But yeah, it's just none of those guys, they don't give a fuck to even talk about social media like that or, 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 or they're not or, pissy or, about that. Yeah, they got like, other things the, to worry about. But basically. again, but you know, then it ties into this shit. This is a bit badass conversation to have, which is. My friend's talking about, he's like, dude, everybody in this motherfucker's gay. Not gay, homosexual, like, gay as in weak. Not that gay is paired with weak, but... Hey, it's 2020, bro. Yeah. You got to find another word, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you just got to say weak, bro. Dude, I, I don't have a lot shit, of... Shit, fucking... I don't know. Uh, I'm 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 smash Robert, you right shit, now. Robert Downey <laughs> Jr. went on Joe Rogan, and he was afraid of saying uh, the, uh, the his part on the... Uh, what's it called? Um... 
Oh, fuck. Uh, Tropic Thunder. When oh, like, man. I oh, love that part. Yeah. He was like, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to ruin. He's like, I'm not going to walk out of here smoking weed. Like, uh, what do you say? Like, uh, what the fuck? Like Elon that. Musk. Elon Musk. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to walk out with my reputation. I haven't heard it. Was it a good one? Yeah, it was a good one. Bro, I'm halfway through. I, I mean, I know we're, we're, I'm going sideways here. Bro, I love that movie. Tropic Thunder. Bro. One of my favorite. Classic. Actually, as a matter of fact, I might say it's probably at least top three. One of my best theater experiences I've ever had watching a movie because <laughs> when that movie started like nobody knew like we all went to the theater I went me and my gal oh, oh my wife but we went and we were watching it. you know they were just playing previews and stuff right of like actual movies so you're like oh okay cool and then uh the first one that came up then I didn't realize nobody in the theater realized it was booty sweat so the dude was in there and asses were shaking and like oh booty sweat y'all booty sweat everybody in the theater was looking at each other like what the hell was that? Like, no, like we all got fooled. Yeah. Everybody was fooled because we're looking at each other like booty sweat. Like we're kind of laughing and stuff. Like, like, what, did they mess that up? Yeah. And then they showed another preview, right? And next thing you know, it was the Robert Downey, Tobey Maguire, and then <laughs> er, it clicked. And everyone was like, oh, we started <laughs> clapping, dog, instantly. Like, oh, dumb, they man. got us. And I, and then I watched that movie and I laughed. I just laughed so classic, hard bro. through the whole. That's like one of my favorite movies, but like one of my what favorite about experiences. That part where, what do you mean? What do you mean? I know, right? you people. What do you mean? It's like, what do you mean, you people? And then the dude in the back, what do you mean, you people? <laughs> bro, I loved it. And people, you know, it's funny. There was all, of course, there's always those people, right? Someone was like, oh, he's doing blackface. I'm like, no. He's playing a method actor <laughs> who takes his job too serious. Like, I, you get the, the joke. That's the joke. The joke is he's a method actor who really plays his roles. So he thinks he's a black dude. Like, he's going to be a black dude for the rest of the time. Like, I get it. It's funny. because that's what made me laugh It's funny because so Robert bro. Downey Jr. said on that podcast, he said something like, um, yeah, man, I looked at the, at the script and I was like, whoa, like. And he was like, whoa, no, it is a bad, whoa, what the fuck? And then he's like, wait, 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 let me ground myself and something like that. And he's like, wait, I get to play black for a full summer? Something like that. And he's like, <laughs> I, and then, I don't know, he made, they made it kind of into a joke or whatever, but I don't know, dude. That, that, he that was ho- the best character. Bro. I couldn't stop laughing. That scene was fucking nuts. He like, just cracked me up, duh. Or even <laughs> when the dude talked about being gay. Like, or he talked about, he's like, he had a significant other, the, the, the black dude in there. And then he's like, he said, well, he said his name was Lance. And then they were like, wait, what the fuck are you saying right now? And he's just like, he's like, I meant Nance or something. He's like, no, you said like, nigga, I heard you say Lance. Like, he's like, I heard you say Lance. You know, like, now when you were talking, were you talking about a dude, like a ball? Like, but you're not talking about dick and balls. And then Jack Black was tied to tree because he was having withdrawal symptoms. He's like, he's like, come over here and untie me. He's like, I'll stroke the shaft, cradle the balls, swallow the gravy. <laughs> like, come on, let's do it. Like, I was just rolling, man. So that's that's literally. Oh my god, I'm actually tearing up. That's like one of my favorite movies. Yeah, that's true. yeah sorry, my bad, dude. I we yeah we. I'm sorry, dog. I forgot already, but no, we good. That's no, because you were talking about uh. Um, you're talking about Robert Downey being afraid of saying. No, no, no. But you you were afraid of saying. Oh something. Hell, yeah, yeah, nah, yeah, yeah. So now nah, my my boys are saying that everybody's weak now in the Marine Corps. So. Yeah. Everybody soft. You think so though? Like yeah, in the Marine said, Corps, or are you talking about in the Marine Corps? He's saying that about people in the in Marine Corps. People, Marines now are soft. Like there's, there's why they're starting oh, what, to what, roll what? out policies 
where you can't yell at Marines loud enough. There's this thing, thing called a knife hand. That's whenever someone really gets really serious with you. You can't do that no more. Our boot camp regulations are starting to go down to like to make it softer. Didn't you mm. say something like that on the last pod? About but you said that about army, army though, right? So yeah, the so, marines too. So they're starting to yeah. So yeah, man, it's getting it's getting. He, and then my other friend that I spoke with, he said, "Man, you remember all you crazy motherfuckers?" <laughs> and I said, "Yeah." He goes, "There's nobody like that no more." Like he's exaggerating, of course, but what he's saying is there's not a lot. Like oh, so he's still old. in. Yeah, he's still in, but he's saying that the younger ones growing up, they're not crazy. But it's a lot more subdued. Okay, or... but but yeah, but, but, like, but, let, but, let's, but but okay. maybe this is the. So you see, this is the. This could be a deep conversation. Is it United States or the military trying to take control of PTSD? That could be fair too. But do you need honestly, though, that you need crazy people? You knew. Like the you need crazy people in the military, dog. You need the guys that that could have been gangsters, but they're not. No, you no, need I, those guys. I, and, and I I get that perspective. I get that, but <laughs> I also. So I just watched this movie uh, with Jamie Foxx and uh, Michael B. Jordan. Uh, oh, I haven't uh, seen it yet. I know you're talking about it's really good movie, movie, right? Yeah, really good movie. But there's a guy there, and I don't want to give no spoilers. But there's a guy there that went. And it's all based off a true story. He gets the death penalty based off of... He went to Vietnam, came back. He was messed up, but he killed... He put a bomb or something in a girl's porch, and the girl died. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he had PTSD. Like, he was suffering from it. Like, it was... And I don't know. Like, that right there made me see, like, I don't know, a different perspective on it. Like... uh the end, because there's the first fifty percent, which is the you coming in, yeah. and the last half you getting out. Yeah, and it and doesn't matter when you get out; you're still gonna go through that part when you get out. Remember when I got out? It wasn't an easy transition. Yeah, and I think uh, sometimes um, we we. Shit, your mom I, made me. I, 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 yeah, I did. No, I, think I was I, his roommate. <laughs> I, I think as civilian there, sometimes, uh, as Thomas used to call it, we see it as PTSD. Like you have to actually go and and out there and fight. For there to be PTSD. But no, like probably in these trainings, there's probably something that could be traumatizing. You know what I mean? Like how they train you, how they, t- you know, give you these orders or shit like that. Because your mind goes into a different place. Like I'm ready to die or something. Well, I don't know what that looks talk like. Talk to us about, in a way, kind of brainwashing you, right? In the sense yeah. of they're just telling you things over and over again because they're basically setting you up. They're preparing you for... Yeah, so, for the, man, you know, there's this big thing about Marines. Oh, if there's there's always this saying, oh, man, if there's a group of Marines and a, a grenade is thrown, all, every Marine is going to jump on that grenade because everybody wants to... Everybody... Oh, I forgot. It was a specific sentence because everybody is said... Because, because that's what a Marine does. They jump on grenades. But really what they're doing... It's telling you jump on the fucking grenade because it's better to kill one, to kill four. Mm. And a fire team, the mm. fire team consists of four people, mm-hmm. right? So wow. I'm sorry. So it's better to kill one and save three. It's so you jump on it to get, to save the to two and save the three. Save the three, and the, <clears> and it's like, but they train you. They train me. Dude, every marine jumps on a fucking grenade because ain't no marine afraid of no fucking grenade. You better jump on a grenade. Wow. You get what I'm so yeah, our brain dude. I 
Dude, so I would, how? So, so give the, me a grenade. I so, would have jumped on it. So tell me, you should have scooped it up and throw no, it away. No, no, like, so I so, died, so died. look, you didn't even, you, you know, you didn't go to, you know, Iraq or anything like that, or you get what I mean. And that's not to say that you didn't want to go because I know you wanted to go. Um, but how is that fucking not traumatizing, dude? Yeah, man, dude, I would have been dead. But you give yeah. me like that mentality, dude. I'm gonna throw my. <laughs> On that, a grenade. And you're right in what you're saying. Yeah, just because you know some people see it. Oh, you didn't deploy. Yeah, man. But dude, but I, also, to be honest, I had to learn that though. Oh, okay, that's fair. I yeah. guess that's where I'm going with. I had to learn that myself. Yeah. That just because you didn't go out there and no, dude, like the whole process. That right there, going over there is just, that's the final step. That's of another. It. That's another BTS. Yeah. You dealt with one. Yes. Form, that yeah. that that's like the final process of this all is going over there this is the first phase you get what i mean type of deal that's something that's different a, yeah, that's, that's a good and point, this yeah. is just your, your beginning phase mm-hmm. doesn't mean there is no trauma there dude like, yeah so you got to see a per you got to see a marine that was you got to see a marine that was trained yeah like trained you didn't get to see a marine that deployed but yet you got to see the ptsd i didn't even know i had ptsd until i went to the psychologist did you have she told me dude you have ptsd I was like, how? Like, what the fuck? I haven't deployed. And I ain't, I ain't fucking weak. No, like, you look at you, dude. Like, you're paranoid. you this. You think someone's out there. You, And that's fair. So, I, I like that you said that. So, because that is right. I did have PTSD. And I still do a little bit, but I've been able to manage it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But definitely. I mean, I'm not saying. I, I'm saying this from my perspective. Like, there's a lot of room for growth for people out there to learn that. There's different things. You get what I mean? Like, I had to learn that. Like I said, I've learned a lot through the experience of dealing with you and you being in the military. Yeah, yeah. I say. You get what I mean? Mm-hmm. From my perspective. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's just me. But we went a rabbit hole right there about the military. Yeah, we did. Point saying, um, yeah. So, beginning of the year, we're about to go to war. All this type of shit. Um, thoughts on that. And I'm going to start this one off with Thomas because I know he probably has his thoughts. Uh when it comes to man, this. you know it's interesting. I don't really have much thought. You know how I'm really uh, involved with politics and foreign policy and stuff like that. With this one, no, I do, I do. I'm really glad that Iraq is standing up for themselves, and I'm really glad that Iran has taken a stand for themselves too. You really, if you take a, if you you step outside of the United States, we they say that we're the world police. But we are really the world bullies, man. We bully fucking people. Yeah. We bully Iraq into having space in those oil fields. That's why we bully. And that's why Iran is standing up for it. So I'm like, fuck yeah. So I try to find out what's the beef between Iran and the United States. I found something that dates back to the 1960s time frame where the UK had a company has a company called British Petroleum, also known as BP, also known as the company who had the big oil spill. That that company in the 1960s time frame had a company in Iran that was producing oil. Iranian government found out about they realized what the fuck was going on and they kicked out BP and it took control. It became a government owned uh company much like Saudi Arabia. Why are we not at war with Saudi Arabia, right? And so my opinion on it is 
what the fuck is going on? Like, why do we want? Why is the United States so invested in the Middle East? Does does that make sense? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Why Definitely. is it that United States wants to get like shut? Like, dude, just stop. Mind you, got that business for once. Us and I was in the Marine Corps, and I can say that. And then, you know, Mike Pompeo is gonna get on 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 the on CNN and say, oh well, United States entrance. Uh, Soleimani was a threat to United States interests. Well, how much of a threat is United States to any other government interest? Yeah. Iran labeled us terrorists. We labeled terrorists to the Iranian government as of this Soleimani war uh, yeah. thing that we did. And because wasn't he like basically like the vice, like the equivalent of like a vice president? Exactly. Like and that? so he was big summary, shit. Summary, dude. They had a big ass yeah. funeral. I think it was like the biggest yeah. funeral. And, but they said okay. So with that being said, too, like. Apparently, Iranian government pays people to go out there. It's, it's a lot of, like, you have to go out there. And, okay. And, so, what I'm saying is, uh, there's a lot of stuff that we don't know, of course. But, the United States should mind their own goddamn business. And bring back the people. The war's over, dude. It's a 20-year war. 20-year-old war, which a bunch of fucking people have died. Fallujah. Where a shitload of Marines died. Yeah. It's taking over again. Like, we, it's not even ours anymore. You know what I'm saying? They don't want us in the Middle East anymore. Iraq doesn't want us in the Middle East no more. That's it, dude. We lost the war. And you know what's funny? When I was in boot camp, the Marine Corps has... I was trained. The Marine Corps has never lost a war. The Marine Corps has lost never lost a war. We lost the Vietnam War. I was going to say, Vietnam was pretty fucked up, man. And we fucked up. That was a big old L. And, and so, so, what I'm saying is, dude, it's, it's all fucked up, but... Bring back it's, the war's over, dude, and I think that sentiment is getting shared around because I nobody wants to go to nobody wants like we saw the protests. That's it, like it's an unpopular war if we were to attack Iran. Damn, yeah. no, that's cool, man. Because yeah. you know what, I just think about how, at least from our perspective, we always get the positive spin, right? We're always the good guys. We're the savior. <laughs> we're we're here to stand up for the little guy and to you know to take down the bully, but then. Obviously, Vietnam War was probably got to be the biggest example where, I at least for me, I look at it and I'm go, oh, we were the bad guys. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. In that sense, like you know, like if it was a movie, it's like, oh shit, we're the villains. You know, and we lost because we went over there. These people were fighting their ass off for their own land. Like they're coming with like guerrilla warfare tactics. I mean, the whole shebang. And we took a major L from a morale and a, a literal war point of view. And maybe that was like, you know, the first time and I remember back then. Well, not I remember back then, but I remember reading about how people, how people were treated for going to fight the Vietnam War and when they came back and people in their own country treated them like shit. And I just thought about how fucked up that is because they weren't really the enemy. They were just doing what they felt was right because that's what the government, that's what their government was telling them. They told them like, hey, we were the good guys, you know? But can I interject? It's not even fucking, fuck, it's all these economical issues too. It's not even fucking middle, some middle class or it's not high class citizens yeah. that go fight these no, wars. It's, not. it's lower class because they can pay their way out. I mean, look, I, I mean, I'm not trying to do the Trump bashing here, but people like him because he was in a position he can dodge. He can that, dodge those it. type of things. Or people can, who are poorer, or people who are like you said, mid, middle, class, lower, middle and lower class. I mean, they really can't find a way around it. They have to go serve. So when these people from Nam came back. 
and, and the people who are protesting against the people from Nam, it's the same economic class. Yeah. Dude, it's like, dude, you, you're protesting against me because you're in the middle class and you have a moral standard. Bro, I'm from the fucking hood. I'm like, I can't do out. anything about yeah, like it. This, I, this I got is, drafted. What, what do you expect exactly, me to do? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Ali was shit on... You know, it's funny how many people talk so great about Ali. Oh, he was made loved character. But, you know, when he he didn't, you know, he was drafted and he said no, people shit on him in those days all over him because and he had to give up his his three years of his genuine prime, like his God tier era prime and his belt because he had to stand up for a belief where he was like what did these people do like these people never hurt the you know he's at the time he's like these he people never hurt the, the black man he's like, he's, true, so man. why do i need to go over there and fight these people like they didn't hurt me like why am i going over there and fighting them and people shit all over him because the same ideal oh well you need to serve your country and they're just saying it blindly and not really looking at the real reason behind it. I think that's even why with, of course I understand with back in 2001 with what happened with the terrorist attack and us being in Iraq. And even at one point, a lot of people were just saying, well, are, we're kind of overstaying our welcome. Like, or we're overstaying here. Like I get why we had to go to war, but Hey, like pull the troops out. You know, that was a big controversy. It was like, okay, is it time to go? Because is our people just going over there to die, you know, mindlessly? Like we can, we, we let's, let's like, Let's stop the casualties. Like, let's get the fuck out of there. A lot of people are saying that. Like, why are we still over there? And same thing with this situation where even people were trying to be like, oh, okay, well, what was it? Iran, they did fire missiles. Not at an embassy, not an embassy, but what was it? They fired no, near the, the building, right? Was the first initial attack that started this whole shit. Because the they, second attack, after we killed Soleimani, right, Iran the, attacked a base. Yeah, on the outside, though, right? Yeah. It was almost like a warning shot. Like, yeah. they're saying, hey, we could Which I smoke think, your ass. But we're just sending a warning, like, don't, like, you need well, to stop. I think well, what happens, they start right? that is, it is the start of World War. It's the, it's an, an ignition. Yeah, right. I think so. Like, it's like, when we look back at it, it's going to be like, this was the, what started this whole shit. It can be the equivalent of, like, puffing think, your chest, like, hey, nigga, Because I still right? think like, it's going to stay you there. You hit them, you just kind of like. I think it's still going to stay there. I think this is still going to be the initiation of, like, something big. Um... But I think that what stopped it was Iran shooting that plane by well, was it an accident? Oh was it, yeah, they I don't said know. they said it was an accident. Though. But I think accident, that's right? what like settled the 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 like United States must have been like, yeah, we killed your dude, but you just fucking shot a hundred. You killed hundred and fifty something people. Nah, I thought the CIA was or CIA. But you know what though? I, I think the crazy part is how much do we really know at the end? Like I'm thinking about all the secrets. From all governments, right, that they're hiding, where we're thinking, like on our end, maybe they the story is we're the good guy, right? We learn in school in our history class, we learn about how we're always a good guy in this. Yeah, manifest, but then I always wonder about going to another destiny. country, and all of a sudden they're going, well, actually, because a lot of other places teach world history with us. We teach tech, well, especially in Texas, right? We teach Texas history, and then we like go with U.S. history, and then we dabble. A little bit of world history where other yeah, countries really are really going for world history exactly so we don't we just only have a perspective of our side of things being like oh we're always the good guy but i just you know people look at this country and say we're arrogant country or you know they look at us like we're the bullies and stuff like that too and kind of what you said like i it's hard to disagree on some of these things and you start reading about it and you're like oh okay things weren't 
what you thought they were and you just have to wonder like well what other secrets are that you society, know they got a lot you know, that's care. why i don't think that people can control society like look at me dog i question everything i think that people as a whole start eventually you're like wait are we the good guys like why the right. fuck do we have to keep reiterating that we're the good guys you and then the money saying? part yeah, of it yeah, right yeah, because yeah. you think about it like wars are profitable like that was that's always been a thing where they just there's a profit for us being into war. I mean, even us, uh, you know, you galvanized to all of a sudden like metal was a big thing, so there's like factories and people are getting jobs. Like there's there's a money component to it. Even the whole with the Iraq situation back in Jarhead, the, the movie, dude, Jarhead did a d- great depiction. Yeah, of that, was a, that was a dumb movie too. Yeah, and, and it's just like with oil, right? Like there's a lot of it's crazy how much shady shit is going on that we don't know. That could be disguised as we're just doing our patriotic duty. You know what I'm saying? So I just learned like the people who serve, the people who serve in a way are pawns in that sense. No, we are. are. No, no no it's not. It's not, but it's because we are. No, no, Jamal, you don't have to apologize. Right. Because I'm not saying fuck y'all. I'm just saying it's crazy. I can tell you, yeah, we, we are. And I was a pawn for a greater scheme. But that's the that's that's it. Like this is this is the economic game. This is monopoly. Hey, Donald Trump's born up here. I'm born down here. What do I have to do to get economic to get economically sound and get an education? Which education is another market. It's part of the system. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why do you want to go to? It's been marketed to me. Listen, listen to the progression of my career, my life, how I've been able to analyze what happened with me, what's happened to me. I, so since I was a kid, I get marketed the Marine Corps, the Marine Corps, the Marine Corps, right? The badass Marine running up the up the hill. Then he gets up the hill, the, the rock climbing, he turns into a Marine. Do you remember that commercial? Oh, I do. Okay, yeah. Okay. So, so and, and even yeah, he held the sword, right? Yeah. And all of a sudden, the uniform. That's appears. fucking yeah. badass. And and the guy was a Latino. He had like brown. He had he was brown. That guy. That's how I remember. I might be wrong, but that's how I remember that guy. I can relate to that. Damn, fuck that guy's badass. Then I go to school. I'm in the and and I'm in the public education system. And in school, my public education system is telling me you need to go to school to become successful. You need to go to school to become successful. Okay, what do I need to do? Uh, go. You can go get in debt, and you can sign up to FAFSA. What does FAFSA do? It gives you financial aid. What do you get once you get financial aid? You're signed up to the fuck to to the draft. You have to sign up to the draft to get uh, government. Yeah. Or their my recruiter, Marine Corps recruiter, walks in to play. Hey, you want you want, you want to go to school, right? Yeah, I do. Why don't you join the Marine Corps, dog? Why don't you join the Army so you can pay for that school? So you've just set up a citizen of the United States to to be part of this, to feed into this 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 game, dog. That it's all part of it. It's yeah. all part of this oil system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's part. I'm, I'm a pawn. Since I, that guy, we're gonna. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, he comes from an immigrant family. He's the first one here. Pawn. His chances. Yeah, we can send that guy. Why can we send that guy? It's a sacrifice. We're not really sacrificing the white person in this country. You know, and I don't touch on those subjects too much. You know, I don't. Yeah, I know I don't. But uh, we don't have to sacrifice the white person in this country too much. We can sacrifice these people that we, we we're letting into these countries, yeah. into our country. Mm. And they can be part of the system. And what do I want to do? I want to have a retirement plan too, right? I want to have mm. a 401k. What does my 401k do? It gets managed by some fucking hedge fund. 
by some some old ass who's money, money that they yep. that they made, and they can just sit back and they're they're Gucci. And I'm going to Iraq to fight for oil that's gonna be benefit Halliburton. That the president of the United States has stocks Connected invested in. Yeah. The VP has stocks has uh, the fucking vice president was the v, the president for Halliburton. It's this fucking circle, dog. Yeah. It's it, it, and. I don't know where the fuck I was going with that, but do you understand? No, it's a big no, connection. No, no, it's because it's even perfect. you going I back and yeah. drive myself crazy with this shit because no, I figured it's it out. It's I perfect. figured this fucking game out. Yeah, because you know what you talk about it too is a lot of it. It does prey on a lower, a lower class folk. Because my my dad, my mom and my dad actually, they both served in in the military, okay. and my dad served because he grew up. He grew up in the country. They were poor. You know what I mean? So, I mean, when he graduated high school, he couldn't afford to go to college. So, what did he do? He joined, he joined the military. He joined the military. You know what I mean? And, and, again, and you know what? It gave him great opportunity at the end. It really did. But yeah, you know what? It, but like, you survive. Yeah, you, as long as you survive, you make it and everything. And he, you know, he was, de- uh, he was deployed all around the world, too, which in a way was pretty cool because that was, in, in one part, that was a way for him to travel. Like he would have never been able to travel to yeah, Saudi Arabia, Germany, and some of these places without. Oh, I think he was in Iraq, and he worked in the weapons department too. You know what I'm saying? So like he wouldn't have been able to travel around to these places if it wasn't for the military. So I, I get the benefits of it, but that is the reality. It's it's appealing um, to a lot of lower income people because you're saying here like I can't afford college, and just like you said, there's a recruiter that says, "Well, come join us. We'll pay for your damn college." Come join us. There is the benefits. They they entice you into it, and there is a propaganda into pulling you in because they don't want to show you like you go out there and someone uh, you know bleeds out, dies, and no, they're gonna show you like the dope shit, right? Like you're going in there, storming up the place, or you're climbing up a hill, and look at you. You were like this schlub, and you made it to the top, and you know what's at the top? Look at this badass guy who stands here, exactly. military, you know, uniform. You look amazing, like. You know what I mean? Like it does prey on that stuff. So you do hear about, and it's not just a Donald Trump because, but it's just people with money who are born into like a type of money where you're able to avoid. This is not a realistic op. You don't even need to worry about that shit. So if there's a draft come up, you can just kind of work your way around that system because you have the money to do that. I I understand what you're saying at the end, and you're right. Like a lot of people get kind of funny about it, or they always say, "Oh, what are you trying to say?" But that's that's just real. Like money can talk your ass out of a lot of bad situations and that's just another situation and that's just the way it is in the streets it works that way it doesn't mean it's any different in the government absolutely it's just the same way dude the, the government is just a big the united states government is the biggest mafia there ever was every united states citizens pays taxes. gangsters boy it's every, gangsters, everybody who boy. owns the land the united states pays taxes yeah so shit and right now i'm reading this book it's called rich dad poor dad oh man i have it uh, I need to I need to continue reading it, but I have eleven days, eleven eleven uh, pages in, and I'm baffled. I'm baffled because it's stuff that I've that I started picking up on. Right, it's more like shit that I've kind of put together, and now this book has been out for years. Yeah, and it's confirming. Not I don't think it's confirming. It's more of so reinforcing. I think reinforcing is the right word. It's like. Hey Thomas, yeah, you are kind of right in what you're saying. Like this is how the learn how money works. Yeah, once you learn how money works, you learn how this shit works. That's why I'm like, I love Monopoly. I've never played Monopoly. I love Monopoly. I sucked at Monopoly. Like, Shout out Monopoly because I didn't understand how yeah. money worked. Dog. Yeah. Hey man, 
I sucked at, at billiards. Why did I suck at billiards? I made a dude. I like to analyze myself in a lot of shit. Why did I suck at billiards? You know why I suck I don't at billiards? I want to be a dick. I'm gonna say billiards. Billiards. There you go. Bill- yeah. See, there you go. I know. My bad. I was thinking about it earlier. I was like, Bill- I don't want to be a dick. Billiards. Like, why did I suck at billiards? Because yeah. in billiards. I was focused on just making my balls. They watched me be saying it wrong the whole time. Some assholes like, "Not billiards, dumbass." But I was, I, I was focused on ma- making my balls, not knowing that I had to make my ball and play defense and play defense. Yeah, and that's the way the world works everywhere, dude. And it's it's like fucking- chess. Like you, you make your moves. You're not worried about just trying to hurry and take them out. You're playing defense too. Your the strategy. That's what they say. This, this, this is chess, nigga. This ain't checkers. This is chess. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's, that's what it's all about. It's a deep-ass combo. This shit got deep O. It did. But with the whole... Uh, yeah, that whole conversation is a deep conversation. I, I was... Fuck, dude. Um, you couldn't never even let us enjoy like the beginning of the year. It was just like, gosh. This is what we're hit with. You uh, know what I mean? Um, scary. But I do think, man, and I hope not, but I do feel that... This is the start of like some bigger shit, you know. And I hope not, but me too. You know, could become some bigger shit. And just like Thomas mentioned, uh, he searched like the history of the beef between Iran and United States. This is probably gonna pop up somewhere. You know what I mean? Like us. Killing their general, or whatever, and then some other shit. How much they do you get, think plays into? Uh, how much do you think this plays into it? Where even just the whole history with, um, with uh, oh god, just the big the beef, the long standing beef between you know like the uh, like Hebrew, you know Hebrew, the Jewish, you know Jerusalem and stuff like that versus Iran, Iraq, because you know they always say that we always side with. The Jewish side, like the the well, country, well, always sides well, with with the, with the uh, and that and that's where for that play a part. You think as far as us always having a negative view? That's a good question. At least for me, that's something that I want to look into because the current Middle as East? far as religion goes, I've never really paid attention to it. I've always been dismissed it, just because I I only saw a Christian belief, and not realizing there was a Jewish culture there's a jewish religion yeah. but we always we always there's cape up a, for them though you, you know you know what i'm saying like like we always cape our up political for, for alliance so is kind of jewish and that's what i'm saying right but we're also partners with saudi arabia and it even between the middle east and mm-hmm. even between Arab, arabs it, it, it even between the arab uh religion i don't think i'm, I'm fucking all this shit up but there's the Shiites and there's another one. Oh, I know you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's different types of. Uh, and so even between. Yeah, the, so, religion. yeah. So we do. I want to learn. That's the next thing I plan to I, understand. I think it's so. I guess because I grew up in a religious household, it's kind of hard for me to approach the topic without um, approaching it with um, the religious, you know knowledge of it i guess okay um yeah because i mean we we keep asking the question like what is the united states interest over there mm-hmm. and i mean you could say oil right which is but then i've been listening to this podcast where it's like in odessa texas we have become like the number one or whatever like we have so much oil in the united states right now so what really is our business over there and you know so for me who grew up in a religious household you know, um, from a religious background, they, I mean, all of it adds up. You get know what I mean? 
Um, no, I don't know if you explain. <coughs> so, it's been a while. But, so, from what I know and from what I remember, and like I said, this is just me growing up. Um, so, Israel has always been isolated in that in the Middle East, right? It's always been Israel against, like... I forgot Israel. I was blanking on that so hard. Everyone. Against everyone. Um, because Israel's are Jews, right? Yes. So what happened is United States backs Israel. That's why there's so much like, you know, the United States backs them up with everything, you know, military, funding, everything. But why? Okay. And that's why I, I'm telling you why. Yeah. And that's why I'm saying there has to... I, and, and for me, G- a person with, that grew up religiously is like, what is that? Why is okay? There is United something. States there is, is something Christian. bigger. Yes. So there there's, is something bigger. there's a little bit of a backstory to that too, and I'm, I mean, I hope I don't butcher it. I'm a little rusty on it, but that land was a really big deal because the Israelites are always like God's chosen people. Yes. So they believe that land is theirs, but the the beef is that supposedly with history, like history tells you. That it actually belonged to, you know, the, the Muslim country, the uh, the Middle East, the Iraq, Iran, Iranians of the world, and so they've been fighting over this land because they've had beef forever, mm-hmm. right? Even the Bible it talks about, you know, the end of days will happen when they decide to have a truce, you know, some shit like that. That's I mean, how long they've been, been beef, even in the Bible. I mean, the yeah. Romans and stuff like that. I right? Mean, there's always been some beef with something always yeah and i know so this piece of land i'm always always curious because this piece of land is a, is a very big thing you know because obviously they both have very strong beliefs in their religions and they believe this piece of land is holy and so one side's like hey this was our land but you took it away and then the other side's like no this is our land because god told us that this was our land so you know the israelites are saying that like this is our land because god told us and then uh, I, I don't want to say Iranian. I keep saying Middle East because I can't remember exactly specifically yeah, we who. Generalize it, yeah. But you get what I'm saying. Like I'm just generalizing for the point to say like, no, this was our land because this was our land first, and you guys just came and take it away. Yeah. There's a lot of beef with that, and so I, I used to. I don't know if I used to think or I've heard or I wondered, but a lot of times that's where I'm at. At too. least religiously, <laughs> our government has sided a lot with with Judaism. You know, yes. because essentially. Christianity is Judaism, but then Jesus obviously is the big difference, right? Because the Old Testament is pretty much like the same shit. We all believe the same shit. The difference is that we just think, you know, not we just think, but like Christians think like Jesus Christ is next level nigga. You know what I'm saying? Where compared to the Jews, they say, well, he was a prophet, but he wasn't like the dude. And even Muslims acknowledge the same thing. They're like, oh yeah, he was a high prophet too. He just wasn't the dude, you know what I'm saying? Like he, you know, like Muhammad. Well, was Mah- dude. well they believe Ma- yeah, Muslim, Muhammad. Uh, they believe uh, Ma- Muhammad and uh, Jesus were both prophets, right? Yeah, like, they they believe in Jesus. Like they're like Jesus was cool. He was tight, but like Muhammad's a guy. Where the Jews were like we're Jesus is kind of like Jesus was like I don't know, man. Like he's kind of fishy. We're just gonna keep rolling with like God, God, and we're gonna just keep it a hundred. Where where Christians were just like, oh, this thing of Jesus came out of nowhere, performing miracles and shit, turning water to wine and everything. Like this is the guy, dude. You know honestly, on some real shit, if some dude did that shit today, would you think he's God? Magic trick. Like, I'm oh, skeptical. Have I'm you seen uh, the Messiah that. on Netflix? No. Oh, I, just, I haven't heard about I heard that. It. I it. It's, it's about that. Like, what if a uh, 
basically Jesus Christ came um, in our time. Just, yeah, in our time. Everybody was technology ever- was saying this. <laughs> I just, I'm on first episode, so I can't Antichrist. Everybody would call him a Satanist. Yeah, instant Antichrist. So, so what does to, that make to, to get back sinners to, and deniers? I call him a superhero. So I'd be like, yo, this nigga's a superhero. So just bad before I lose it, um, and I think my dad told me this. You know, my dad studied the Bible a lot, or I forgot where I heard it. Like I said, I'm in the same boat as you. I don't know if I heard it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know anymore. Um, that, you know, United States was a the backing power for Israel is yeah. the backing power behind it, behind it, behind it. And then for you, uh, people like you and me and like us, like why, why does it keep backing it? That means that United States must know that there is, you know, a God, you get what I mean? There is something that, that's why our interests over there, you get what I mean? But like I said, I don't know, remember where I heard this, but that there's going to come a time where United States is going to back off from backing Israel. In the Middle East. And at that point, Israel is going to be left with nobody. And that is when the return of God is going to be. And yeah, he's going to fight yeah. for the rest. Dude, that sounds like a movie, like a climax. Hey. They did make movies on climax. that crap, too. That's what that sounds That's why, I, man, with this but whole I don't know. Thing. Hey, I, I, like I said, I'm I just, you asked, just... and I, I just. Nah, but see, the whole Bible stuff, like, dude, you, you're, we're even being fed the Christian Bible by, by sections that are allowed to, to be, be given to us. There's a section of the Bible where God visited, I think Jesus visited the devil. He had a conversation in hell with the devil. Oh, he dabbed that boy allowed. up, play some poker and stuff. That, oh, I gotta go, that, baby. That, it, the, 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 I think it's Catholicism, that the Pope hasn't allowed that book to come out. What the fuck, like, what the fuck makes you the righteous one to the... Well, the religion is so powerful. That's the thing, too. The reason and why I've been so skeptical. Yeah, to me, yeah. Like, I'm fucking skeptical. That's the reason I've been always skeptical. Well, not always, but like I'm now so very skeptical about it is because I just I don't have trust for man. Unfortunately, I just think men can, they fuck you. They they use that stuff to Even to to screw with people to get power control, and they've done that, and not just with, with Christianity because I'm not saying Christianity is like oh it's the dirty one, but I'm saying just in religion in general. People with Zeus, people talk about in Egypt, they would say that people who were in charge, like royalty pharaohs and everything, were were gods. Literally were God. Like, oh, why do they get to rule? Because they're God. It's like, oh, okay, well, that makes sense. I mean, they're, they're God. So what else are you going to say? So that's like religion itself, just in general, has always been used throughout our time in history that we know of as a way to kind of usurp power as well as to establish power, establish a hierarchy establish an economy yes. and to let people know like this is your place this is your place well why do you guys get to be up here because we're god chosen and then if people believe in that enough they're like well that's true he's god chosen of course he's our king you know what i'm saying like that's just how it's always been and a lot of that stuff had always called me like oh i was gonna say culminated see i was about to butcher a word but basically all that stuff had, had always always felt like something was off about that and so even with christianity unfortunately at least on my end I, like I said, it's not about knocking or anything, but I guess my problem is that I just can't get, I can't see past the people who abused Christianity, abused it, and it just made me just, like, is it, it just made able, me very, no, no, the no, able the story thing, where they turn, where the black, the black is, I think it's the able story. I think it's in the yeah. The Canaanites are black skinned people. They're cursed. They're cursed with black skin and, and stuff. And even stuff like that, I'm always like, oh, that is suspect. You know what I mean? Because there's just a lot of even just I'll, or I'll tell you the, what or the Jesus. dude fucked his dad and yeah. that's why like 
but a black did it in the Bible. The black does I'll, it. I'll tell you the one that really always bothered me, even as a kid, was Jesus. Like when people would put an image of Jesus up, what did Jesus look like? He was a white boy, long, beautiful hair, good ass beard, you know. Oh, right. Like he was just, you know. But the thing is, people even at that time, they they that was artists at the time who started painting that, painting Jesus to make him look more like who. Like the people that were the dominant, which was the European yes. blooded people, because they wanted like like how am I gonna pray to a guy that looks like a black dude who looks like a brown dude who looks like someone that doesn't look like me? What's the most powerful thing? You get someone that looks like you, and you say, "Hey, this is our guy." Like, there's a lot of psychology that goes in behind the way people want to put control over everyone else. So yeah, they made Jesus look like a white boy basically. And even now you go, you can look up Jesus online or something like that. He's going to look like a motherfucking white guy. He's going to look like John Lennon. And a lot of that stuff, even just kind of realizing like people purposely doing that, you know, just to portray this uh, specific image, it just made me very uh, doubtful. And that's where I kind of like, I'll be real. Like I'm at a point where I'm like, I do hope something out there is real. Cause I don't want to be a guy who just thinks nothing, you know, everything's fake. Everything's bullshit. I really don't. I, I, God, I don't want to right? like, it's a sad life to me, but I just have such a mistrust for people because of how they've abused things, how they twisted things, how they turned things throughout history that I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. I'm just not surprised anymore that someone would get something that, should be pure, twisted up for their own agenda. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. Same yeah. way with Illuminati, right? Like, I'm not gonna sit here and be like, "Oh, there's no such thing as Illuminati." But I mean, is it easy? How hard is it to believe that there's a group of men that would want to um, take over the world? Or the group of men that would want money and power. Like, that's that's there, not really is, no, is, that's not really fiction, right? Like, but I think yeah. there is a group of people who. Of course, like, it, but that doesn't that sound more realistic than well, there's a secret cups. Like instead of saying there's a secret subset of the world that's like making pawns and da, 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 and that might be true, but then it wouldn't it be easier just to tell you there's a group of people that want money and power. Yeah, and you're like, yeah, no shit, I see that every day. You know what I'm saying? So sorry, I know we went off on that. No, I was, no, I was straight. No, no, thinking, I was straight. That, that, all, all that is tying back to the government, but just the government support of the Christianity. They always supported the Jewish people because of they're the chosen people. So I always felt there was a religion, religious aspect to why the United States government defends, um, defends, uh, Israel. And I said, that's kind of homosexual. The Muslims had had it the right way. Get yourself a couple honeys. They take care of you. That's it. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> the Christianity. Nah, they came in and ruined the system. Why don't wipe? So, what the fuck? Man, uh, man. we're at like two hours and 13 minutes right oh, now. Good so, oh, uh, there's actually one last. Uh, we bad. don't even got to like touch too long on it. Was uh, the top of the Joe Biden, man. He's actually running for uh, Democratic president. He's one of the ones up there. He'll probably. Do um, you think he'll be the one to. Um, to ultimately be the the main nominee, <sighs> what was it? it? Was between him and Warren? I would like Warren to be. Oh, honest. and Bernie Sanders. I guess. And Bernie you Sanders. would like Warren. I like. I've been liking Warren. Um, so uh, so she's a fucking badass. Like yeah. I said, I don't want to take too much time because I know Sorry, we all have a career. We have to go be at jobs tomorrow. We have a life. You get what I mean? Um, so the thing I wanted to bring up was uh, Joe Biden actually pitched something, which was um, his 
solution for immigration was in order for people to become citizens of the United States, they would have to learn English. Um, and I saw a lot of backlash on Twitter and other places, like people posting like, what the fuck? United States never had a language, this and that. And then, um, I don't know, people just giving their opinion on like, man, so you're going to tell me a person who has been here in, uh, you know, certain years, work, pay their taxes, whatever, whatever, cannot get a citizenship because of their language? Yes, this is our national language, which we don't have one, by the way. But you know what? I'm willing to agree to Joe Biden's standards. So this is the earliest recollection that I have about Hispanics landing in the United States. In the 1940s and the 1950s, they, the United States wanted people from other countries to immigrate to the United States because we had a shortage of labor to work in the manufacturing jobs. That's where the pachucos come from and all that shit mm. in that era. So now, if it was a mandate then to know English, then I'm fine with it now. And if it wasn't a mandate then, then it shouldn't be a mandate now. So, so for me, I, I I'm not gonna go as deep as that's that. how the Chicago because shit, Latin you hit it Kings, with, that's where it originate from. You hit it with uh, Damn, uh, some history there, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm not gonna hit it with that much history. I think there's nothing wrong with it, to be honest. Like, okay, maybe United States doesn't have a language, okay, but what is the dominant language? But you English. Know, but you think about immigrants as just people who are needed. What about MLB players? They're them, they are PR baseball players. They're immigrants too. They but that's to what I'm s- saying. Like so, everything, soccer so, so, players. So yes. are they gonna have to? But then if they do know English, that means that in the other country they have to come from a higher so economical standards. That means our parents wouldn't have been able to come to this country. So wait. So you're saying that you're okay? Like you agree with? I would. I said what I'm saying is I would agree with it if in the 1940s. When the United States needed labor for manufacturing companies, if they approved of it, then if they required immigrants to know English, then I'm okay with it now. Okay. For me, I don't see nothing wrong with it now. Like, uh, I'm not going based off of history. I'm just going based off of, I don't see nothing wrong with it. Not because, like I said, yeah, if you want to base it off of what's the dominant language in the United States, does it have a language? No. Um... But what's the dominant language? It's English. Um, I don't see nothing wrong with it. I do think that, I mean, it could be uh, controlled. Like, I mean, you don't have to be a fucking master of English. We just talked about that earlier in the podcast. Like, even us who are born here can't even fucking master the language. I think there should be, like, a, you know, a standard of, like, what you know. Um, but I agree with it. You know, get what I mean? It, it's just something to defend yourself. You get what I mean? Like... I don't know. I think it goes long ways knowing that. Um, I don't see nothing wrong with it. But, yeah, people were making that shit into some bigger things. So, I guess that's weird. I got a strange one. I'm a little more... I mean, I'll be honest. I probably have a lot of more liberal leanings than everybody in here, right? Mm -hmm. So, I'm not full-blown against what he's saying because... Well, if I put in, I, I try to put it for, for me. Like I, I get myself, like I put myself in a position. If I'm moving somewhere else and they speak a whole different language than English, and it's not the dominant language. Now for me, 
the way I am, I would want to learn about other people's culture. So if I was, let's just say I'm moving to Japan, right? I love Japan. I want to move to Japan. I would want to take the time to learn Japanese. That's just me, right? Because I want to be able to communicate with people. I want to be able to figure out where the fuck I am, where I'm going, things, yeah. things like that. Learn their culture, and I would want to learn and respect people's culture. So that's where I go in. It's just something that irks me about telling people to you need to speak this language. It's almost as if you think people are either stupid or you think nobody wants to come in here and learn the language. There's a kind of a kickback to it that I can understand and see from people. And also there's a history with, with America about you need to assimilate with us that America, the conqueror has done forever. Even when we came over, well, not we, because I'm not my black ass, but people came over with Native Americans, and the biggest thing they did was they were saying, hey, if you want to be accepted, you need to assimilate into our culture. Like, wash away your shit. Like, they would take they would take children from tribes and put them in American schools and, and raise them up the right way, and that, that the quote-unquote right way, mm-hmm. which is the quote-unquote American way, and they would say, this is the way you need to learn. They assimilate. Even with, with slavery... They would wash away people's culture with their whatever their names. Now your name is Todd. Your name is Joe, whatever the fuck it is. And they would pull you in to assimilate into what they believe is the right way. So there's kind of this appalling part of the view, the way people do it, that when I look at that, even when I hear that, like you need to learn our language, I can't help but just be like, oh, fuck you. Because I see a lot of the same you need to assimilate to the, you need to be like, I can't be comfortable until you're like me. So when you come in here, you need to be like me. And that's the only way I'm going to accept you. Like, there's a lot of that too. I think it was like So, that. but at the same time, I, I just, I mean, I would think common sense. Honestly, I would think a lot of people who and not everyone who comes into the country as immigrants are doing this. Um, you know, I know there's people who are like, ah, oh, fuck that. I'm just here, whatever. But there's a lot of people I would assume like even with, I would imagine your folks, they try to get you to assimilate into the culture, right? Mm-hmm. They weren't saying like, oh, you don't need to learn English, right? Like I'm sure your parents or your father, your mother, whoever, like they were saying like they brought you in for a better life. But a part of what they believe was that life was assimilation. Like that's already something they don't need some asshole to tell them, oh, you need to learn English because they're bringing the kids and they're saying, hey, mijo, like learn this, learn this culture because I want, I'm trying to give you a better life. Like they're kind of already doing that. So when I hear someone say that, it's just more appalling to me. It's like, Oh, the people aren't stupid. I think, I think there's a lot more people that that are coming in that that's what they're going, they want to do. So that way they can survive or that way they can get a good life. That way they can raise a family. That way they can get their generations right. Then not going back to United States and patriotism and marketing, right? United States has also marketed itself as a land of opportunities. Right. We the United States has welcomed this. And our parents are victims of that land of opportunity. So the United States has welcomed this this thing to themselves too. So shit. I think this is a topic to leave to be continued because it's a deep ass conversation. It is. And I didn't want to get heavy into yeah, it because I, I, I think of, I'm thinking of a historical point of view. What I was saying mainly was essentially that your parents were already trying to get you guys to assimilate into the culture. Mm. You know, they didn't necessarily need someone to be like, Hey, learn English. Right. Because what they're doing was whether they're able to pick it up or not, 
they're trying to get their children to to simulate already, like to learn the culture, learn the languages, and, yeah, and to already be a part of this American dream without someone necessarily being like, oh, you have to learn the language. And that, and then what I was also saying was just that if I was to go somewhere else, I would naturally myself would want to learn their culture, learn their language. That's just how I am. I wouldn't expect me to go to another foreign country and be like, cater to me. I mean, it's convenient, but I wouldn't be like going to, you know, going to Japan and I expect everyone to know English. Oh, well, how do you, you know, you need to speak English. You need to have stuff in writing in English or you need to cater to me. Like, I wouldn't expect that. I'd be like, I, I need to learn this, this language exactly. so I can survive so I can understand what's going on. So you that's see, where I'm saying, like, but but you see, I in the like sense that you put it, yeah, in the common sense, okay. No but shit. in the th- in the way you put it, that's the way I would agree with it. Not in the sense like, okay, you have to learn the English language. You know, this is what we, you know, I'm yeah. in a dictator way. I'm saying it in a way where you just said it, like, dude, I don't, I, I truly do not see anything. If it's in the sense where, like, to help the people, you go to me, like, um, dude, take a few classes, this and that, and you'll, you know, a simple test and you'll pass. Just know the basics. I don't see nothing wrong with that, man. I I, I truly don't. You know, if you would have said, instead of saying, like, come and learn the English, you say, hey, you know what, we can, like, as part of this program or this pathway, as you would say. Let's we'll have classes and opportunities so that way you can learn the language and maybe you know, that, like want, uh, so that way you can learn so and then you know and you learn a language so that way you can have an op- more opportunities to be able to. Can to, I read this real quick? Is it gonna take quick? care of yourself. Go ahead. Uh, the United States, under the provision of Public Law Forty Five, passed by Congress in April nineteen forty three, it authorized agricultural employers with the help of the federal government to hire and import guest workers from the Caribbean from the Caribbean in the Midwest and West in the Midwest and West this same piece of legislation led to the creation of the Bracero program which allowed businessmen to recruit Mexican workers on a temporary basis and overcome labor shortages interesting man and in the United States the law is if you have children in the United States the United States citizens Oh, they're, aren't they trying to take that away? I'm sorry, I know we're not trying to. But you see how it just keeps that, fucking but... deep, dog. Yeah, it's just it's deep. It's this, just a this, fucking deep. It's house. a land of immigrants. I think that's the thing that yeah. always gets me. The people were so gung ho about we're it. I'm like, to control the flow. Of this them. is the the land of, of immigrants. Literally, the Europeans immigrated over here. The only people, none of us really quote unquote belong in this fucking land unless you are uh, indigenous people. Of his actual land, right? And and people who are, are South American or Mexican have more ties to people and actually indigenous because he actually shared blood with that. And actually, my black ass too, surprisingly enough. But everyone else is a foreigner in that sense or an immigrant. So that's what just gets me, man. I, I, I'm sorry, you're right. There's a lot to go. There's, there's so we're going to wrap this one up because sorry. it's so deep of a deep conversation. Um, yeah, so thank y'all for listening. We appreciate it. Uh, make sure y'all check out um, our next episode because maybe this is a podcast conversation that we need to bring uh, up. Yeah. It's a deep conversation. So, uh, peace out. Peace. Jamal, Thomas, say yes. Peace. Adios.
Y'all know what to do, man. Subscribe. What? Subscribe, dude. Subscribe, share people. and like. Share, like, comment, favorite. Share, like, comment, favorite. I had to say it twice, but make sure y'all do that. Boys in the Body on Instagram. Deep, this shit, this shit goes Peace.